0: I always wonder if there's anybody listening to me while I'm trying to do these intros in my office. They're probably like, this guy's a fucking idiot. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Dying to Talk with Mike Perillo. We got episode five. I apologize about the delay. Very hectic week here that I've had, but uh, we got the episode ready for you. We've got Jordan Oliver, independent professional wrestling superstar, GCW star, and current JCW world heavyweight champion and... Uh, very excited for this episode This is a really, really, really good episode um, That you're gonna enjoy So I will stop talking I will stop trying so hard I will say, I will touch on You know, this episode And as as, And including all the other ones that I've done This one especially Was very insightful And helped me out in a lot of ways And I think it will for you too So uh, let's get to Jordan
1: A real podcast a real po- a life. two buddies
0: Yo, I saw this tweet. It was like, I'm thinking about starting a real-life podcast. Bunch of friends get together, no microphones, just <laughs> discussion. I'm like, bro, discovered hanging out. <laughs> that's like literally what it that's,
1: is. Hey, you want to film a podcast? You come over, just you and a dude hanging yeah, out? Yeah,
0: just He's, me hanging. Want to watch the game? It's like, man, this is just hanging out. This shit whack.
1: Mike, if you want to hang out, you could have just asked.
0: Yeah, that's what it was. That, that's that's exact. I started this podcast specifically just to hang out with you, and I'm never doing another I'm going to tell any
1: of my friends that have no friends to...
0: <laughs> just start a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Dying to Talk with Mike Perillo. I got a very special guest today. Got one of my longtime homies, the East Coast Ace, Jordan. the Jordan Oliver. But he just told me that he doesn't want to talk about wrestling, so I'll just call him Jordan. <laughs> How's it going, Jordan?
1: How's it going, man? No, it's not that I don't want to talk about wrestling. I was I just, just fucking with it. I'm just saying, like, it's nice to be home in Newburgh where I can be like just a normal guy.
0: Yeah, your mom can be like, go do the laundry or some shit. Fuck no. Say, I'm not doing that, mom. Do you know who I am? (laughs) Do do you know what? Yeah, let me do my laundry. Puts the belt on the table.
1: I'm a very narcissistic human being. I think I deserve special treatment. Yeah,
0: hell yeah. Me too, same. (laughs) Um, For those of you who don't know who Jordan Oliver is, he is a professional wrestler on the independent circuit in the very booming world of professional wrestling. He is the current JCW champion. He's one of the top guys at GCW Game Changer Wrestling. He's also a former CZW star, former MLW star. He's been to Japan. He's about to go to Europe for a long-ass tour. He's wrestled some of the top names in the independent scene as well as some of the top names that we currently see in both WWE and All Elite Wrestling. And I went to high school with him, which is how we know each other. And Um,
1: that's my top uh, of the list. And he went to high school with Mike Perola.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's going to be your – that's the crowning achievement. Well, because any – like I told you, anytime I see somebody in the wild talk about GCW or like that dude who had a Jordan Oliver shirt, yeah. I was like, yeah, I went to high school. No big deal. You know, <laughs> It, you know, there's probably people that clout chase your name. I hope so. Like, yo, like book me on the show. Like I'm friends oh. with Jordan. Like I would never oh, do that. that happens. Yeah, people do I, do I know. That I'm just like, yeah, I went to high school. He sucks. He's the worst ever. No, when, I'm totally kidding. When I see
1: people in the wild wearing Mike Perlo shirts, I go like, oh –
0: how the fuck did you find that
1: i went to high school with that guy (laughs) you can do that (laughs) yeah you can do that going to high school with you is like going to high school with kobe bryant
0: yo facts (laughs) thank you for referring to me as the mamba of nfa (laughs) um but no even like uh jeremy ramos jeremy sidewalk he was like yeah i know jordan like i remember from back in the day i'm like oh that's like because like jeremy's another one of my like homies and i'm like damn like two different universes and like you guys knew each other like way going back
1: yeah way kids little yeah. kids
0: and I was like I just I mean it really is a small world and then like um you know obviously you introduced me to Navon and all the guys at Newberg Underground Wrestling but how we actually met was in health class I'll never forget this it was like one of the first days of class and you had a CM Punk hoodie on and I was like yo I like your CM Punk hoodie and you gave me this dirty ass smug look like you thought I was fucking with you <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck is that kid's problem, bro? All right, whatever. And then we had English class the next period, and I was like, nah, like, I watch wrestling. You're like, oh, okay, good, because thought you were, like, trying to make fun of me because I'd fucking kick your ass or something. I was like, dude, <laughs> relax, bro. It was like the third day of school, bro. It was amped up.
1: I do hear nowadays that I was very uptight uh, a lot when I was younger. Um, I don't. I never re- recognized this, uh-huh. that I was a very, like, quick-to-snap kind of person.
0: You definitely had an edge. I don't—, I don't think it was like that bad i mean like yeah i just know you as like you know you don't you're not gonna like hold anything back or say any like bullshit you're not gonna yeah, dance around what you have to this say about myself though. about your younger self
1: oh in general though i think i hadn't recognized that i'm like a like a straight straight, <laughs> the straight straight shooter, shooter? yeah like, like i realized i know one of my biggest policies in life is to keep it honest yeah but i hadn't realized that like uh uh, people all, other people recognize that
0: yeah too. but you know what too it is how people choose to identify or like understand somebody else's like honesty because you know me i like to joke around i like to dig around yeah people could see that as other, like i could look at you being completely honest as like this dude's a piece of shit or like no like he is coming from a point of sincerity when he's being honest like he's not saying shit to be a dick or whatever it's yeah. just like oh you gotta get your point across You're expressing your point
1: There's no intention to hurt your feelings half the time No 99% of the time 95 Yeah, 95% of the time 95
0: Let's stick with a cool 95 But yeah, from there we uh, joined Well, I joined Backyard Entertainment Wrestling What is now known as Newberg Underground Wrestling Where Jordan It's funny because you were like, yeah, I'm a wrestler And I'm like, how? Like, not because physically how? Because you were a smaller dude back then It's just like, you're like 15, how? And then you showed me and I'm like, I need to do this and then there, that's kind of was. And then we like I, it became a thing in high school. So like, you guys are the backyard wrestlers, and we're like, we sure are.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was awesome to be able to like integrate, like because I feel like in school you're like a pretty popular kid, like talking to everybody, and then also like you're a fucking backyard wrestler. <laughs> you, th-
0: yeah, that <laughs> one hundred. Again, like we were saying earlier, it just like adds another layer to like our <laughs> character. But again, too, like through you, I got to like some of my closest homies now yeah. is all from wrestling. You yeah, know, absolutely. you like yourself included the Reed brothers, fresh, Navon, Felix, Yankee, you know, David, I can go on forever. Um,
1: did not say Joe, like Joe. A like boss. A boss. <laughs> did not, <laughs> I forgot. Joe, like did a boss. Not say Joe No, Joe's
0: my favorite. Cause he hired us to do a music video for him. So he's in a different list. He's oh. my best, and that friend was like ever. best client. <laughs> yeah. Best client. We went, um, I went bowling the other day and Joe was, like in line behind me and he was like only losers go to Pat Tarsio's. and I'm like I saw him and then I said to the guy b- behind the counter I was like those guys are with us like yeah I was like yeah I got you a a premium lane I got you lane number 14 you're wow. welcome because wow. I got power like that
1: you blessed him in the bowling Pat I sure did world.
0: I was just giving back you know yeah. giving back where I can Joe you're definitely not listening to this but shout out to you but yeah um yeah no, for sure, and then as we get older, junior year starts to roll around, and then senior year, like, you start going on in the indies, and you start really doing the fucking thing, so you started to have, like, there was, like, aura around your name, and especially, like, teach, like when our English teacher found out that you were a wrestler, he was like, wait, what the fuck, and then you were, like, missing school to wrestle yeah. every fucking day, hey, where's your buddy Jordan at, I'm like, somewhere in New Jersey, I think, probably, I check Instagram, be like, yep, Jersey, well, <laughs> He's supposed to be here. We have a test today. I'm like, well, go get him.
1: <laughs> go get him. Go
0: get him, because I'm not. Um, yeah. And then after high school, I well, senior year, you hit your growth spurt, so you went from you know being four foot two, four foot two to six foot.
1: <laughs> yeah, six foot one, two.
0: That bandana never left your forehead. No. It's not on today.
1: No, I don't wear that shit anymore.
0: Don't you don't rock the X Pac anymore.
1: No, nah, for like the past few years, I stopped rocking. Damn, it. dude. No headbands randomly. I don't know why. Fuck.
0: Talk just about that. What was that like? For transition? No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> I um, started telling you I'm really into part. <laughs> in de- Just, just like, yeah, man, it was fucking tough. But um, and then on a graduation, you, you just like, you took off, bro. Like you were doing the, you were doing the thing. That and literally
1: graduated the next day. I just gone, like, moved to Philly. Yeah, and yeah.
0: you were, you started training, or you started that was CZW.
1: Yeah, I just started going to CZW and getting my reps in.
0: And how did you get involved? Because you had started doing. SWF.
1: Yeah, so we did. We were doing some uh, BW and UW show. Mm. Casey Navarro was on it. Dave Destruction maybe one. I think Dave Destruction won. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Casey was already training to be a wrestler, so he he hooked it up. He talked to some promoter like, I want to wrestle Jordan, uh-huh. whatever. So then I had started wrestling untrained. Went you know did a match or two. Wrestled mm. Coco Beware. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. And it was a tag match and Coco where his partner, Jersey Kid, um or Tarzan Duran. Yeah,
0: I've, I was on a show with him. He's a cool dude. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah.
1: He let me he basically told me like, "Hey, like move in with me." So I'm like 15, 16. I moved in with him for the summer, a few months, mm-hmm. and he had taken me to CCW during that time. Gotcha. At that time CCW had like a, if you're a trained wrestler, you can come in for free.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I took advantage of this and I lied. <laughs> and wow. Uh, because I was already having matches, so I just started, when I moved to Philly, I was just going there for free with already, you know, I had the foot in the door yeah, sort of yeah. thing. But, yeah, I fucking hated high school. High no, school yeah, is, you
0: definitely were not a fan of high school. High
1: school was terrible, but I was really blessed with a lot of the uh, the teachers and the security guards and the principals to, like, work with me. Yeah. Because, like, there would be times where I just wouldn't go, I would just not go in the classroom. I would just walk around the hall. Yeah, like, I
0: would four, see you all the time.
1: Uh, hours uh-huh. talking to security guards or sitting in the rooms with the principals and, like, like without them, I probably would – I probably like, oh, my God. Yeah, high school was miserable experience for me.
0: Yeah, it's always unique. Like, I mean, um, everybody that I went to high school with, that I'm friends with now, they always have, like, a, a different way of recapping high school. From my perspective, I've always – like, again, I would go to, like, the bathroom or something. Like, there you are walking around. Like, we're still? <laughs> like, what are you doing, bro? But um you kind of – I mean, at a very young age, you knew exactly what you were going after, and there there was yeah. nothing you were really going to gain other than the gym, maybe, yeah. in yeah. high school. There really yeah. wasn't. Um, and, you know, like, some people could be like, oh, like, you know, you should still have that, like, safety net. You still learn. Maybe you go to college and do it, which is what I ended up doing. But there was something, like, you know, from my perspective, I was like, nah, like, he's going to do this. He's going to do this. One way or another, this is happening, you know?
1: I remember at one point, like... There was a uh, a guidance counselor, and I, I wish I could remember these people's names because they're really important figures. <laughs> they're in so my important life. that I can't remember but their names. Yeah, just like that, because I I hated high school so much. I really yeah. cut like a lot of this out of my my brain. To even think about these things is like like I have to like really try to remember. Yeah. So like um, I remember we're in the guidance counselor office. Must be like senior year, and she's like, she's like, uh, you know, like even The Rock went to college, and even this guy went to college, and I'm like. Yeah, but those guys were fucking football players. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) The intention wasn't to be a wrestler. And, like, I use this analogy, like, like, you know, like, you can always go to college. Yeah. You can be fucking 55. Mm -hmm. You can be 78, and you can go get your doctorate degree if you're going to live long enough to to be able to get it. You know what I mean? You can't start wrestling when you're 45, 55. You can. Sure. But the chances are – that's yeah. that's going down. You're not really going to – DDP
0: is probably, like, the only one that I could say. Yeah, like, th-
1: there's probably a few guys that, I, that uh, I'm not, like, so aware of. I know DDP and, like, Sting. I think Sting yeah. started out a little bit later, too. Even Flair was kind of probably a little bit older. Definitely. But, like, just, like, the chances, you know, not everybody's th- – those are winning pretty iconic guys. It's not possible,
0: Rick Flair, Sting. But, <laughs> All of WCW. But
1: goats. Those are some goats, yeah. you know. But like, yeah, it's just like that—that that shit moves. You but know? also,
0: too, for them, it, it was a totally different time. Like, college was not necessary. Like, it was more of an alternative back then than a necessity. Well, our all generation, those guys
1: went to college. Yeah. Like
0: our generation, though, harps on it even more. Oh yeah, absolutely. College, you need to go. You need to go. And that, where like I had, see, I had, in the similar boat. Like, you know. Oh, I have to go to college. Like, I can't hang out with you all day in Jersey, and you know, I just yeah. can't do that. I have to go to college. Huge mistake. I probably could be GCW champion. I invited
1: this guy so many times, trying to get this guy to come along with me. Mm -hmm.
0: There were days, though, like I legitimately couldn't. But there were some days where I was like,
1: I don't know, because there was like
0: a mix of things. Like my mom is very anti, like she hated that I wrestled. My girlfriend didn't like those wrestling. I was also involved doing shows for the school. And like I would, we left a show to go, me, you, Alan, Johnny left school early, or Alan had graduated, but I remember I left a show that I was in early to go do, uh, I think it was King of the Yard. Really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, Because wow. I remember, it out, like, you texted me, like, yo, where are you at? And then you were in the dance studio with Johnny, and I was like, oh, shit, like, we're about to go, and Cliff was like, where are you going? And I'm like, wrestling? Oh,
1: yeah. I, I uh, had another show that same day.
0: Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did your match, like, second, yeah. and then you and a bunch of other people just dipped. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. I to go do it, and sure. then my match didn't even happen that day. It happened the next day. That's I wrestled Doc Holliday, I think.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I rem- I remember like a lot about high school. But then there's some things like, I don't remember much of, like uh, ninth grade and like tenth grade. If it wasn't the most things I remember about tenth grade is wrestling though, because that's when I started doing it.
1: Uh, all of it's a blur for me, man. I mean, I you've really... been
0: grow. You don't have time to look back.
1: Yeah, well, I just don't care. I just don't. That too. I didn't. I never. <laughs> I really can say, like I absolutely hated <laughs> high school, I hated not not like I had a, a miserable, depressing life at that point, yeah. I just could not stand high school, yeah, like it's just not it's just not for me,
0: would you say um, that's I mean probably because like I said, like it's just time away from the thing that you're actually gunning after,
1: yeah, I just always kind of felt like a alien. Like, uh-huh. since, like, even, like, w- around my family, around everybody, I always felt like this sort of, like, alien figure, you know? Like, so, like, I don't know, I never felt like I really fit in with anybody. Gotcha. I was saying yesterday, you're the only person that I talked to from high school. Yeah. The only person that
0: I... That we graduated in the same class together? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, sometimes I'll talk to, like, you know, comment on the Facebook post or something mm. like that, but, like, I barely remember their, their names, you know?
0: Wow. I'm a part of an exclusive club. Well, because now, too, with your success, there's probably people you went to high school with that never fucking gave you the time of day or you don't even know where they were. And now they're like, oh, my boy Jordan's killing it Maybe. or whatever. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> checking the count. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah. Yeah, there isn't that <laughs> many people that I graduated with in my class. Obviously, all my business partners are younger than me, but they all went to NFA. But in my actual graduating class, there's like a very small handful of people yeah. that I still talk to. Um, yeah. It's in
1: general for me in general people I went to high school with.
0: Well also too, you travel a lot. You're all over the all over the place. I'm still yeah. here for now. But um I mean that's not the worst thing in the world. Not everybody needs to I mean to. I'm not
1: I'm not sad about it. I'm just no. saying like I feel like a lot of people make very strong friendship connections in high school but all yeah. of my connections because I was so focused on wrestling ended up being outside of it. It's yeah the N U W guys or the people that I met at S W F when I was fifteen and sixteen mm-hmm. and Whatever you know, like yeah, my my whole life has been around like being a pro wrestler. So like, th- if it's not pro wrestling, I, like I really don't remember it. <laughs> like my nah, brain yeah, is kind of yeah. really yeah. Like, balled out. And when they tell you like when you get into wrestling, they go like you always hear this in the documentaries. Oh, you're gonna miss funerals. You're gonna miss birthdays. You're gonna miss this. Like, I always heard that, and I was like, of course. Duh. Yeah. And then like now I'll sit back and i be like eight years into my wrestling career however many third over half of uh, america wrestled in over half of america and seven countries so far yeah. it's like done a, done a good amount of things you know and i i sit back and i go damn like I, what else did i do for 24 years of my life and it's nothing yeah. my only focus the only thing that i can even really remember mm. reaccount is wrestling wrestling has Consumed my entire world. My entire I could easily say.
0: I mean, you 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 look like a wrestler. You got the Buddy Wayne (laughs) Wrestling School uh, hoodie on right now. Yeah. Um. But so let's. I guess let's. That's a perfect segue. Where did it start for you for wrestling? Where, like, I don't actually know when you got into wrestling.
1: I remember there being a time when uh, me and my family we must have moved from Florida to like. Cornwall or something. Mm-hmm. One of my one of my aunts, like Florida, New York, or Florida. No, Florida. from Florida. Florida. Okay. So, born in in Suffer, New York. Then we moved to Florida when I was like very young kid. Yeah. Lived there for a year, and then we moved back. Right. So we're but we're we're living with my aunt and her kids. All my cousins. They would watch wrestling. So my introduction is to we were playing like SmackDown mm-hmm. versus Raw. Oh yeah. One. Yeah. You know. So that's the first time I saw it, but. Even then, I remember seeing it on the TV, like, seeing John Cena and, and knowing who it was. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. Like, I hadn't seen it prior to that, but I remember knowing, like, I'm pretty sure I know who this guy is. Like, there was a familiar familiarity there. Uh-huh. But uh, that's my first time remembering wrestling. And then post that, when I moved to Newburgh, my dad went to go get, like, cigarettes or something and my mom was watching SmackDown, and I, like, peeked around the corner and seen Booker T versus John Cena. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'll be that sick. King Booker. Yeah. Yeah, so those are the first two, my first two memories of wrestling. Mm. So you is, would, because
0: uh, by John Cena at this point, this probably was, like, oh four oh five. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's wearing, like, the black, the black high tops doing the, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up the kicks gimmick. Like
0: Interesting. So yeah. you just got, well, not, you didn't discover it late, but compared to my, like, me, it was, like, the first thing that I was ever introduced to. Like, yeah. Uh, that that's interesting. Um, did you have a favorite growing up? Like Yeah, I
1: love Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels and John Cena.
0: Shocked. Yeah, no, I'm not shocked. I, I had a feeling Shawn Michaels and the
1: I loved the I loved watching wrestling when I was a kid, but uh I loved watching the documentaries so really? much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I was like a fiend for the wrestling documentaries. Like once I once I saw like wrestling for the first few times and like actually like, you know, maybe like a year into my fandom, uh-huh. it was like Let's consume all of the...
0: Yeah, all the media you can yeah. get. Yeah, same. Same. I always... Like, I'll put on Dark Side of the Ring or I'll, like, yeah. go through... It's now Peacock, but the WWE Network and just yeah. watch, like... Um, the one that always I liked was the the, the Bret Hart. Like, when he had just come back, they did that huge DVD collection on him. And somebody had let me borrow. I think my next-door neighbor, Ned, had it and, like, let us borrow it and watch it. But... um, And just same. Like, the video games, the toys... My older brother and my dad were fans. So like the day I like the day I was brought home after being born and when I was in the hospital after being born, Nitro was on the TV in the emergency in the hospital room. I'm brought home and it's like another it's like thunder or some shit because it was like 1999. Yeah. And I just found this picture. My brother sent it to me or maybe my mom did. It's me in in the carrier. My brother like smile like this. And we have like this big Shawn Michaels figure. Next to me. And I'm trying to find that toy. Like, I don't know what it's called or whatever. It looks like a plush, but it had, like, a rubber head. Shawn Michaels. It's Shawn Michaels because it has a heartbreak tights on it. So I'm trying to, like, piece that back together. So for us, really, the Ruthless Aggression era was, like, our introduction of wrestling. yeah, that's the bread and butter. That's the best era. Yeah,
1: that is the best era. Ever. In general. (laughs) 100%. I don't think people are arguing it nowadays, though. No. No, Because now our
0: generation is getting old. Like, yeah, sure, the golden era, sure. But in terms of, like... It's the best of, like, characters in promo and also just in ring. The matches? I reference Ruthless Aggression Era matches for my matches all the time. Yeah, they're best. All the
1: time. I love watching them. Um, I think, too, what uh, was so interesting about wrestling, like, in general, when yeah. I first started seeing it, was, like what, like, what is it? You know? When you first see wrestling, it's not, like... I don't know. I didn't think it was just fighting or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I didn't. I never was. Like, oh, this is boxing, or mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like, I think wrestling is its own, its very own thing. One hundred percent interesting. It's a.
0: It's they're athletes that fight, but then there's like backstage segments, and like you know, it's like the only. I always just say it's like the only job where you can beat the shit out of your coworkers and get like promoted. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like it's it is definitely like whoa, what is this? And that too, like the mystique of professional wrestling, probably drew you to it even more. And you just were like, "I have to do this." Where was there any other like career path that you contemplated as you got older? Because uh, who wants to know what they want to do when they're six, seven years old?
1: I, I saw wrestling. I decided this is this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I was very in like very into it for a, you know, I don't know however many years, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, at some point, I was like, maybe I'll be a rock star. That's not the, the wave. And it just always came back to, like, wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I think that's the only thing I ever other pursued was, like, boxing and playing in a band. And then other than that was just, like... It was just wrestling. Just wrestling. And you
0: started wrestling with Joe Like a Boss in your basement?
1: Yes, yeah, since I was, like...
0: Six and Joe always tells me the story that you guys met on the bus, yes, and he slammed you on the seat or something like that. He headbutted me really hard. He headbutted you,
1: yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I don't remember the like, he was just a piece of shit and he headbutted me,
0: yeah. He looked like the typical like Nickelodeon bully. movie bully, yeah, like his he was, little bangs, he was little chubby, long hair. chubby. His name's Joe, taller than everybody else, yeah. Um. Joe. Um. J- <laughs> he's such a nice guy now, yeah, but like I totally guy. could see what you're fucking talking yeah, about. Yeah, he definitely had an So you to guys became friends. He's obviously a huge wrestling fan yeah, he's so a wrestler, too. Yeah,
1: so he kind of also turned me on to wrestling more. Because uh-huh. I already liked wrestling by myself, but like it's way better when you have friends. 100%. Like you know, 100%. So like. And I don't know. I always, in elementary school, everybody liked wrestling. Yeah. All the boys mm-hmm. liked wrestling. I remember coming to school, going on the... The computer, like looking up the WWE results and like, you know, all that. The flash
0: games we used to have on WWE.com.
1: Bringing the figures to school and trading and all this. I I remember very early on people also like being very into wrestling. Yeah. So at that point, like, to me, that Joe was my first friend that I met that liked wrestling. Mm -hmm. But I had all these other people too, and it wasn't like so. uh, uh, I don't know the word, but it wasn't so like scary to wear wrestling shorts to school. Like, yeah, and I always did that my whole life. Mm -hmm. I think it was set in stone to me when I was, like, in a younger grade. Like, oh, yeah, everyone likes wrestling anyway, so it's not a big deal. And But it's more weird when you start going, like, oh, yeah, everyone likes wrestling anyway. And look at my backyard wrestling that I'm doing in the basement with. Yeah. Jim. Yeah, when you take it a step
0: <laughs> further, it's like, oh, you're a fan. I'm not only am I a fan, I'm doing it. Then they're like, oh, that's too far. Yeah. You need to chillax. Um, yeah. Same, honestly. Like, I remember – we had a lunch in lunch. We had a group called. We were called DX and we were like, I'm this guy and you're the whatever. Um, but I would wear the shirts to school. Yep. I had the DX suck it shirt. Sick. I was told to stop wearing that. But middle school, it's and I would love to hear your side of it. Cause like middle school, everything that you enjoy about elementary school there. Somebody just tells you, stop, stop all that right now. It's middle school now.
1: Yeah, I mean people start trying to act like, "Oh, you got to be cool." Yeah, you got to be it's cool. It's 7th cool. grade, man. Everyone wants to like to start liking people and yeah. things start getting like more like uh, dramatic, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I just didn't give a fuck. I did. Like I I was still am but, like I was such a ball of anxiety my entire life, my like, uh-huh. school life, that I I was just worried anyway. Gotcha. You know, regardless,
0: I mean? something you're gonna be anxious about. Yeah. So yeah. I always
1: just try to stay true to like the stuff that I like. You know, yeah. like, com- something that's like a little bit comforting is like wrestling. Mm-hmm. So like, if I was drawing wrestling, it's like because I don't want to like I'm fucking in an uncomfortable space with all these people that I think hate me or something. Yeah, yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah. So it's like,
0: and that's great because like you know, for most having that outlet, having that thing that could draw the anxiety away for like a little bit or something to help you forget it. Is definitely important, and uh, for a lot of people, it is wrestling. Even to this day, I mean, wrestling has such a crazy fucking community That's that I've, you're a part of, yeah. I'm a part of. Like even me is like going to see these shows. I went to Madison Square Garden um, the day after Christmas, the first WWE show I'd ever been to. I had wow. never been really? to a WWE show, isn't that yeah? yeah That's crazy. And I just remember sitting there and just like I'm sitting next to a family of like five. And the dad's talking about, like, I used to, my grandpa took me here to see Macho Man, and now I'm taking you here. Sitting to the left of me are, like, these fucking Young Buck, like, super marks, like, ah, he didn't sell that right. Oh my god, Joey always is so bad. Like, and then behind me, there's just, like, more screaming people, but I was like, damn, this is just, like, such a world that I'm a part. There's a guy dressed like Cody Rhodes at the show, like, all this shit. The one thing, though, that, um, was after Punk, I went to CCM Punk, and I know Adon Perez- who's a friend, he was like, again, one of the only people I talked to that I graduated with. He's a big CM Punk fan. So, I like to shit talk CM Punk just to piss him off. I went to that show, he came with me and so did his friend Danny, 2C Punk. But I remember Punk signed this guy's shirt, uh, hat, after his match. And the guy, I believe he had Down syndrome or something. He looked like he had some sort of um, mental disability. But like, the genuine smile on that guy's face when Punk signed his hat reminded me so much of why I love Rod. It was just like, that's amazing. Like, Nobody else in this room right now is worried about anything. Yeah. Just wrestling. Just, like, it's so fun. Yeah,
1: wrestling is such a, it's an interesting form of escape because, like – It is. It's one of the only things that I – well, not one of the only things, but I think it's something that is very, like, you can find such a solace in it and love it so much. But also, you have to keep it so hidden and be so scared of people Sometimes. Like, to hate on yeah. it. Especially, like – well – of course, every wrestling fans face the "isn't it fake" and all these this argument and stuff, and like, even like, even though it doesn't matter, and a lot of the wrestling fans we don't care. Yeah, if wrestlers even we don't care. Like if you say it's fake, but to be some to be, just you have to deal with that commentary at all. If you wear a wrestling shirt, is yeah. like, I like, well because it's the do it it's the
0: all. only thing that like. Uh, you got professional sports, obviously, which nobody's denying if it's fake or real because sports is sports. Yeah. But, like, wrestling is wrestling, and it presents itself in that way. Obviously, kayfabe exists. and
1: But nobody – no. when's the last time somebody tried to – like, one of the wrestlers was like, no, nah, it's real. Like, no, no for the last – since we are
0: – Yeah, that is true.
1: Since, like, probably since Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, like, yeah. those eras where they passed away, wrestling has not been looked at as – real and no one none of us none of the wrestlers are trying to make you think that it's real like yeah. wrestling like you said wrestling is wrestling mm-hmm. and like you're either going to like it or you're not i'm not going to uh start p- punching a guy in the nose a lot harder than i would normally just to prove to you that it's real Yeah, like, cause if you if you think wrestling's fake and you hate on it then your opinion doesn't fucking matter exactly <laughs> like yeah.
0: well there's just a a certain level of misunder like understanding actually what wrestling is yeah like uh, the biggest thing that I always get is, like, it does, It can't hurt, right? I feel like that <laughs> doesn't hurt. And I'm like, dude, let me tell you, like, and I I 100% know you're going to fucking agree because, you know, who am I but Mike Perilla. now. Um, in college, when I was in Albany, training four days a week in the ring, my neck is, like, unmovable. Like, all I'm doing is getting slammed and slammed and slammed and getting yeah. hit and punt. It can't hurt, right? I literally, I remember... I was, like, red and purple all over my body. I just, like, took off my shirt, like, unprompted in in college, and I was like, does this look fake to you, motherfucker? Like, does it? It's definitely, like, you know, I always explain to people it's, like, the safest way to look the most dangerous as possible, or it's like comic book fighting. You have your good guys, you have your bad guys. You're watching a fight on display for entertainment's sake. It's supposed to look authentic, obviously, there is a level of communication between the performers that yeah. the audience isn't supposed to know about that's where you know what i mean it's
1: like that's with literally every everything every single form of entertainment yeah the only difference is like like uh with wrestling and uh a movie or wrestling and uh, football is yeah. is the fact that it's uh it's one or the it can't be one or the other you know yeah like it's not it is presenting uh, like you know in the wrestling world, wrestling is presented as real, right? Like, k- like we're talking, k- canon style kayfabe wrestling is it's presented as a real sport. But as a viewer, I don't think you could ever believe that it's a real thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's an actual competitive sport. I don't think that was ever the intention. Because if that was, then we wouldn't be doing uh, drop down leapfrogs and yeah, and fighting like comic book style movies. Yeah. You know, it's supposed to be a entertaining thing whatever that means to you then that that is that but the the idea that it's supposed to be real is so dead it's yeah. dead we're never going to be back to people thinking it's real no it's it's not because ufc exists yeah
0: but again too if with certain people have understanding like you know if you're aware of what wrestling is you don't have to it really is always just with like with any art form outside looking in perspective yeah. you don't need to like you're at the point in your life and your career. You don't have to explain shit. You don't even have to explain what you just did on the podcast. Like you are a professional wrestler by career and by life. Like it doesn't matter what some dude that's gonna be like. Oh, isn't it fake? It's like this no. paycheck ain't. The thing you is, know what I
1: mean? Like it's if if you if you never watched wrestling like more than once or twice. If you've never uh, been in the ring and not these things don't have to coincide i'm not saying if you've never been in the ring you can't have an opinion but i'm saying if you if you've never had some sort of experience with the product then like i just feel like your opinion doesn't matter if i play you a song like this is a, a example i would use a lot right like if i said like oh yeah i like country music you don't like country music like that doesn't mean country music's bad right yeah. like <laughs> country music's still just fine. It's just fine. Yeah, everybody know? has their own taste. If you don't like wrestling, like why is wrestling bad? Because you don't like it. Like, no okay right re- you don't like wrestling, bro, it's cool. Like Move
0: on, <laughs> like what else is going on in your life? Yeah. And like
1: to to argue with me over the fact if it's it's real or not, when I'm telling you, like, yeah, so it's not it's not fake in the sense of this actually hurts. Yeah. When I get slammed, that person is legitimately slamming me. They are legitimately forearming me and sometimes Accidents happen, and you get dropped on your head, and you have yeah. serious injuries, and people have been paralyzed, and people have died, and people all these things. Yeah. So I'm not asking you to uh, admit to me that it's real. I'm asking you to show some fucking respect to people that yeah. have given their yeah. lives to this business yeah. uh, and and honor. I'm not, ge- I'm not asking much from you to just say, like, oh, yeah, that does sound tough. You know, like, just show yeah. some respect. It, it, it,
0: yeah. I mean, once they – Take a bump. It's like, oh, well, ow. of course. Yeah,
1: you see all these. Uh, my yeah, I'm gonna let you. If anyone's listening to this that makes YouTube videos and they want to get in the ring, I'm gonna let you know now. I see all these fucking YouTubers go and do wrestling classes with like these these wrestlers. Yeah, and they slam them down so light. Like they, that's not even how they slam down real wrestlers, bro. Yeah. If I got in with a YouTuber, bro, I think I'm I'm wrestling them like I'm really. Was it, it. who was? uh I just
0: watched one not that long ago. I don't know his name. He's like the most popular YouTuber. He's like got long black hair. He's really oh, oh, skinny. Most 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 critical. Most critical. Uh, he's ma- is Black. And mal- yeah, Alistair Black. black. Yeah. Yo, I never realized how big Alistair Black was the until I saw him standing next because he's one voice of my favorites. Is very short. Too. He's very small. Yeah. But I just remember clicking on the video. I'm like, God damn, he's fucking jacked.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched that yet, but. Yeah, Usually, I feel like these guys get it taken easy on them because they're.
0: It's for content. Yeah. But, you know what um, I mean?
1: I'm treating old school, baby. Yeah,
0: old school. Hell yeah. <laughs> Anytime somebody says What would Lutez do
1: if a motherfucking YouTuber came up? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> throwing I them to, out the ring, can bro. You me on, can you teach me how to wrestle? Can you teach me how to take a bump, but do it lightly because I have to do I'll this? Teach you got to goddamn do a wrist hold and break yeah, shit.
0: And take it home, <laughs> brother. Fuck yeah.
1: Nah, but yeah, I just, I just hate the argument of it. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, no. It doesn't. Leave it alone. Yeah.
0: No, I. Yeah and that goes with like any art form like like you said with like comparing it to you know the country music analogy you made earlier um at a certain point though like i don't need to explain why i like things and why i think things are cool like if you don't get it that's fine that's the beauty about being an individual is everybody's opinion and everything is unique and uh speaking on that like your um your transition from just wrestling with us in Nivon's backyard to now being surrounded, like you had talked about, like, uh, you know, like Joe, like a boss, was like your childhood. And you're like, you know, yeah, you left that, and now you're into the real world sure. s- surrounded amongst the uh, other people like yourself that are willing to do this for a career and willing to, like you said, put their life online for the business. What was that like for you transitioning from uh, the backyard to the Indies?
1: At first it was really uh, scary uh-huh. because I had – I don't know like a lot of it feels fake like I don't know if you've been on movie sets with people that you just think like well oh, maybe I'm not really like this mm. like for a lot of years for probably five years of my career I really felt like them like I don't know if I'm like supposed to be here you know what I mean I'm around these guys like that that I grew up watching like you were telling earlier that we watch together in the library. Yeah, like it just feels a little game show-ish. You know, it feels a little Truman Show-ish to me sometimes when I'm sitting in a room with Joey Janella and Paul London and Brian Kendrick yeah. and Carlito and, and Mike Bailey, Mike bro. Bailey and like the Undertaker and Ric Flair yeah. and blah blah blah. Like when I was on the uh, Ric Flair's last show. You were. Yeah, I wrestled on Ric Flair's last show. Were
0: you? Was it aired? Yeah, because I
1: watched that. Where I did a, the pre-show World Rumble, we did like oh, a, right, right, GCW right. Invasion, yes, yes right. And to be in this like locker room, like I mean, Rick, it's Ric Flair's last show. You know, yeah. you got all these insane wrestlers coming through. Kid Rock was hanging out back That's there. Insane. Like, yeah. I'm saying, like I'm I'm in a, a a room with real motherfuckers, and like, I'm one of them. Yeah, and I ha- and it just feels fake to me. Interesting. That's <laughs> really interesting. I And it's always felt like that.
0: Really? Wow. Why do you think that like I mean do you why do you think that is though? Like cuz I did not expect you to say that at all. That's like really interesting. I like to, on film sets like I could probably Again, I haven't done anything like crazy yet, but like there's just some moments where I'm just like is this fucking real? Like is this really like going out like uh um my senior year, we did Greece the musical, and then I got to be the original Frenchie Didi Khan's assistant on a movie. Oh, wow. And two days prior to me finding out that that's who I was going to be the assistant for, my girlfriend and I watched a documentary about Greece, And then two days later, that happened. I was like, that is really weird. Or like... Uh, I was in the bathroom, like, on set, and Bruce Campbell, like, just pulls up in the bathroom, starts taking a piss, and just starts talking to me while we're both pissing at this bathroom. <laughs> and Little I'm like... guy shit. Yeah, like, the dude from fucking Evil Dead, Ash, and in every Spider-Man movie, he's just... We're just talking about, like, I don't even fucking remember. And I'm like, what is going on? So then, obviously, I was like, I have to ask, what was Macho Man like? And then he told me his crazy-ass Macho Man story. That I was just like, there's no way this is real. But it, also too, it's like, it comes from a place of like, I used to dream about this. Like, you definitely. Oh, yeah. Bro, you would show me all these fucking dudes, all these wrestlers that you would talk about. Non-fucking-stop. PWG, we'd watch every highlight video. Everything. And then i go on Instagram, and you're beating the shit out of these guys. And he's got like, Mike Bailey, who'd be like, yo, he does this crazy-ass move. The double, the shooting star knee, and then I'm like, oh, he just did that to Jordan. Like, yeah. that's life is fucking crazy in that regard. And yeah. I could definitely see where he'd be like, is this even real? Because I used to dream about shit like this, and now it it's feels happening. Very
1: fake, it does. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm, I've wrestled in Cork and Hall three times. Yeah, and every single time I'm in there, like, huh, like the amount of matches, the amount of uh, videos that I've seen here, yeah. this doesn't feel. It doesn't. F- it feels like for me, like it feels like someone wrote my life out. Like they wrote a script out and was like, "Yeah, like if, if this is how it's gonna go." And in like this wrest- chapter, yeah, yeah, because like it's just been pretty like bumps. We all have bumps. We yeah. all hit our roadblocks yeah. and stuff. But like, I don't know. It's been pretty smooth sailing to be successful in wrestling for me. I just put my head yeah. and I just put everything I had into it, and it just went pretty well. Like it, things just went pretty well. I went from being like like that guy in the room with. People, real motherfuckers. That people are like, why the fuck is that guy in there? Yeah. To being the guy in the room that people are like, oh yeah, of course Jordan's in there. Yeah, Jordan's. oh yeah, holy no, sh- no you've shit! You
0: became, you've become a name. Like you've become Jordan Oliver. I, I, and I, I said that in the car earlier. I was like, we remember we used to look up your name, oh, and yeah. somebody another Jordan Oliver <laughs> would pop up, but now it's you. Like now it's you me. now, you've made it because has recognized you.
1: What I appreciate more is like the guys that we're talking about, like, uh, like Joey Janela, Mike yeah. Ailey, uh, uh Alex Shelley, Chris Sabin those are just Matt a Cardona. Few. Matt Cardona, yeah, just a few, right? These guys are uh are legends. Yeah. Uh Carlito. These guys are very uh icon like you know, they're iconic to me in my life yeah. and my fandom or whatever. They don't they not only like me, they think I'm one of the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. that's their opinion of me. Yeah. They think I'm very good. They think I have something. Yeah. And that's that's more than like being over and doing like cool things or whatever like to me like that's the that's the real bread and butter is is getting that sort of respect absolutely they'll tell me like oh yeah you're one of of course you're one of the best like because like you know you don't i don't i don't think you see it as somebody like in it usually you won't be able to see it
0: to you right there like all these guys that you grew up idolizing that now see you as equal and, or potentially see you as the fu- you know, the future. Yeah. Because a lot of these guys are, you know, uh, like Alex Shelley, he's been around for a long ass oh, fucking yeah. time. And what's great is like, you can never say you have like some sort of imposter syndrome or just something that I do it all the time. Cause like, bro, like at the end of the day, these dudes are calling you up. Yeah. You are working with these dudes. These guys are putting you over like that. You said, I feel like somebody's writing my story. You are. Like, it's literally you. You're doing it because you, like we had already talked about at a young age, put your fucking head down and just went to work. Yeah. Nothing else distracted you. Me, everything fucking distracts me. I got little skateboards I play with, bro. Like, I should be paying attention, you
1: <laughs> yeah. know? Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, while doing all of that, it just happens so fast and it's not something you can even really, like, take in. Yeah. And, like, it
0: did, yeah. I mean, you're still very young. You've been in yeah. the business for eight years. Eight years, yeah. You're 24.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're a coming up
0: on. A t- you're going to be a 10 year veteran by the time you're
1: 26. Yeah, that's a crazy uh, stat to have. Yeah, yeah, that is. I, I think, uh, as far as like, the way that I've handled wrestling has been a, a pretty simple, simple measure, you know. Mm-hmm. Just put everything. Just try your best. Yeah. <laughs> just try your absolute best. I have these, uh, I call it the three C's. It's my keys to wrestling. Oh, the three C's. Yeah, do tell. Three C's. Uh, fucking cardio, caring, and consistency. And I think if you have these three things, then you can be successful in wrestling. If, if you have cardio, you've been wrestling school, you know. Oh, dude. You've been <laughs> in the ring, you know. Yeah. Cardio is the key. Like, if you, if you don't have cardio, you can't do you'll be anything. extremely limited to you what can't you can do, do anything pretty much yeah but if you have great cardio you can wrestle anybody mm-hmm. and be able to keep up with anybody for the most part you know you're you know whatever of course so then i say cardio caring if you don't care you're not going to put in the work you're not going to go to the gym you're not going to study you're not going to send out your your messages to get your bookings mm-hmm. you're not going to do the extra work essentially yeah and then consistency we all know what that means right you got to yeah. stay consistent absolutely if you don't stay consistent in anything you're not going to get good at
0: it. yeah and the consistency grows with the first two C's
1: yeah absolutely
0: um, we got to talk about uh, so you were out on the indies as you know as yourself CZW SWF and then you and Casey Navarro were a tag team yep. for a little bit yes, right sir. but then a little group Known as Young, Dumb, and Broke. Yeah, and I had met all the i. Had, they had all came to uw yeah, all back here to wrestle together. Charlie,
1: Charlie Ellis,
0: Ellis. That's the other guy who's now. I'm like I, I see. Probably seen him the most. Yeah, but I can't remember his fucking name. And Dom. an
1: interesting name. Yeah, and Griffin. Yeah, Griffin McCoy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Talk about that because that was like your. You guys formed that group, and then you started to climb with yeah. that for sure.
1: Yeah, so everything lined up. Pretty again. So I'm saying, it just kind of seems like some movie situation, some sort yeah. of fake scenario. They had their backyard company in, in Philadelphia. We had ours in Newburgh. Yeah. There was some sort of backyard wrestling uh, MV competition, and we ended up being against each other in the bracket. I remember that shit, yo. What didn't the like f- them. Yeah. Because of this, so we had some sort of issues, yeah. and then they're sh- they're actually gonna come wrestle for us now. So we yeah, have yeah, this animosity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, is there gonna be I issues? I remember that. Yeah. Uh, but And we just gelled I mean literally The moment we We met each other We just couldn't stop Talking about wrestling yeah. The kind of wrestling That we We all love The same sort of wrestling The Had the same sort of goals And the same sort of uh, Thoughts So then The same way KC Had helped me out And got me in Yeah I got them in We went to uh, Indiana show IWA Mid-South Yeah I remember that We all wrestled And then uh, We I came back Whatever A few months later We went to North Carolina mm-hmm. When we came back from North Carolina, it was, like, Christmas time, uh, barely made it home, whatever. Mm. Eventually, I just didn't come home from one of these trips, you know. it was, like, graduating high school. We went on a trip to, like, Indiana, and I just decided, like, oh, I think I'm just going to stay in Philly. Yeah. I feel like what we have here can work. Like, we can all get to shows together. We can mm-hmm. – we're all best, best friends, whatever. So then we all started going to CCW sh- slowly but surely. Me. Yeah, the Elvis. Dojo Wars. Yep. We all start training there. We all start training there. We all start doing pretty well in the Dojo Wars system, having good matches and getting a little like, outs. Not I'm um, not buzz outside of uh, CCW. Of course, I had a little bit of buzz outside of CCW, but more inside of the company. You know, yeah. people are like, "Oh, wow, well, these guys are putting in work and they're talented, or they have some sort of thing." And then one day, DJ Hyde goes, "Hey, I got this idea for you guys, because you guys are stupid and dumb and." young and you guys always smoke weed guys should be you ever heard the song by khalid young dumb and broke it should be you guys and we're like okay yeah fuck it why not okay. yo yeah and immediately i pull out the phone and I'm, I, I tell this guy i'm like we're not doing this uh this young dumb and broke khalid song that's corny as hell That yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. corny as hell if we're gonna do it we're gonna do it the right way yeah so then we hit up joe and we got the young Dumb and broke song made absolutely and like, literally i told him like
0: Here's the lyrics
1: <laughs> I sent him a, a, a beat And then like an hour later He sent me the, the song Yeah And I showed the DJ Hyde And then it was like From there we were just going Yeah yeah we were yeah We just Young Dim and Broke from there And honestly like Shout out to Joe Because we're awesome Young Dim is awesome But without the song I couldn't imagine What we would have had A big part begin. of your, pr- yeah. your
0: group's presentation Is, is 100% Absolutely the and It always has been And the what I admire about the group Obviously I know you the most they are very different from each other. Yeah. They they don't seem like the same guys. Like, some indie factions, it's like you can't tell certain guys apart. Yeah, we're all completely and different. And you guys are different, and you still um, now having, like, a system, right? Your, your homies, they're getting booked. You're getting booked. Yeah. You're bringing them with you. They're bringing you yep. with them. Like, yep. you have uh, – you basically recreated a, a family system, family-like system out on your own something that a lot of artists especially like athletes you know could it's hard to do you know to meet like a group of people so and again too it does kind of just seem like your story just it's just one chapter after the other and it's like whoa dude like
1: just very lucky man destined for something for sure i when i told ellis uh, like hey can i live with you he was living with his parents Uh i just started living with his parents at their house and then his dad got mad at us and kicked us out damn and then we moved in with his mom mm. and then we saved him enough money to get our own apartment yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like and it's just like we've just been living together for so long and, that's and you're
0: just, still living down in philly now
1: no now now i don't have a home because i'm moving to europe oh right right, so right right my apartment is in liverpool right now
0: all right yeah we'll definitely we'll get into we'll get into the the upcoming stuff yeah. uh soon but eventually um
1: when we when we started doing the Young Dumb and stuff, Young Dumb Broke stuff, and it started really like kicking off. So yeah. My first match on CCW, the debut of Young Dumb and Broke on CCW was me versus Rich Swan.
0: Yes, Rich and Swan. Then, that was because he had just got released by WWE, yes. so he was already a a, a talked Dark about name Wonder. on the indies. And I, of
1: course, one of, this is what like I'm saying. Like it's like a movie. One of my favorite wrestlers when I was a a fan. Him and Ricochet were one of my favorite tag teams. Yeah. Uh, and. This guy, I know him pretty well. He likes me. He's another one of my mentors. Mm. He chose to let me win that day. He really? wanted me to get the win. The The promoters did not want me to win. He started it for me because once I won from him, then it was like a rocket ship was on my back. Like A few months Boot later, strap. I'm winning the Wired Championship yeah. and I'm wrestling Andrew Everett and B-Boy and... Da, 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 wrestling
0: da, da, da. b-boy is crazy because that's like a very in- that like he if one of the names that's like indie wrestling is, is b-boy yeah, yeah. you uh, still some of his like older like early ccw stuff i see on my for oh, you yeah. page and i'm like that's crazy when well,
1: everyone knows me then they know that i'm a, a old wrestling buff for the indies from my favorite wrestlers like trent acid and guys like this yeah and to be able to wrestle him was incredible mm-hmm. and then but yeah th- so that's really what started it on I mean, the indies for me my I mean, I wrestled like Shane Strickland on an uh, SWF, like one of my first big name matches. And it, for those a of you who things. don't
0: know Shane Strickland, as he's Swerve Strickland. Yeah, Swerve Strickland, one of the biggest name in AEW right now. Absolutely, the dude's a company, savage. I'd say. Yeah.
1: I've been able to before, you know, before CZW wrestled a ton of the WWE guys mm-hmm. or whatever. But the CZW run, the beginning of that, is really what set me off to be anything in independent wrestling.
0: Yeah, because very quickly after that, um, MLW. Yeah. You were in the fucking paper up here. I don't know if you knew that. Did you know that? No. You were in the newspaper. Really? Yeah. That's how I found out about it. I woke up one morning and my uncle was like, isn't this your friend? <laughs> Holds the new paper up to my face. I'm like, what? And, I, and then I texted you. I was like, yo, what the fuck? You got signed by MLW. Um, that, That's awesome. Yeah. Talk about. Yeah. You were like in the. I don't. I wish I saved it. Fuck. I'm a horrible friend. <laughs> um. Yeah. That was huge for you, too, because then it was just you. And then you were part of another faction. Yeah. Which I, it was like an interesting chapter for you for sure because now you're going to televised wrestling. You're yeah. going to major league wrestling.
1: Yeah. And the I think Corp this is a first time ever story that I'm going to. Oh, shit. A, a dying, inter-
0: dying to Talk Mike Perlow exclusive. Yeah.
1: Dying to Talk Mike Perlow exclusive. There you go. So, I'm <laughs> so, um, wrestling at CCW. I'm the wire champion. Mm. Um, Andrew ever does Shooting Star Press. I'm on the top rope. I springboard to the top rope across the ring, catch him mid-air, cutter, bang. Yep. Viral clip. Yes. Immediate mm-hmm. viral clip. Well, MJF is one of my uh, close mentors in wrestling. Um,
0: I'm c- I kind of wish you didn't say that because now my girlfriend is going to demand that sh- she meets MJF. Because <laughs> she thinks – well, every woman thinks MJF is – Hot, so yeah, yeah, he's a handsome man, he's a good looking dude,
1: but he's always been a a strong supporter of me, Mm -hmm. very, very, uh, very on my side. And uh, after that, I went to an MLW taping, Mm. I really was interested in like, I figured like this could be my next step, you know, yeah. So, I he was working there at the time. I asked him, like, what can I do? And he's like, you stupid piece of shit, shut the fuck up. Uh, and then I get an email from MLW saying so yeah. like, hey, MJF said we we should hit you up. He showed us this clip of you doing the shooting star cutter. Mm-hmm. We think you're you could be really good, blah, 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 and then it's history.
0: Wow. Yeah, and then uh you made your debut. Yeah, you're deb- in the battle riot.
1: Battle riot debut, yep. Then
0: but that too, think about how many people
1: I wrestled Dan Severn in that. You did. Yeah.
0: Pentagon was in the ring. Yes, I wrestled Phoenix Pentagon, was in the Phoenix, ring. Yes. Rocky Romero threw you out of the fucking ring. Like yeah. I watched that. And that too, like, that sh- watching you in that fucking pay-per-view felt like me and you were playing WWE, and we just put ourselves, like, that for me, I was like, is this fucking real? Yeah, this kid really that real. I went to high school with is literally doing this shit right now. I went to high school with Jordan Oliver, by the way. I make t-shirts <laughs> I- I when this episode blows up.
1: Don't worry, no one knows who I am anyway, so.
0: <laughs> no, they do now, because uh, other Jordan Oliver, <laughs> he's been kicked out of number one on Google. Um, <laughs> They're yeah. going to
1: know me mainly for your t-shirts, like. They're going to.
0: Yo, you're gonna be at indie shows and be like, "Didn't you go to high school with uh Matt Perillo or something?" Mike, right?
1: The shirts are like hot topic; they're very popular. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm doing signings and shit. Kick the young bucks out. They're the one.
1: Rock shirts, but it's I went to high school with. Yeah,
0: went to high school with Jordan Oliver. For sake. Um. Dude, yeah. So your time there, you were there for like a year, right? And before at that, W or what? Um, CCW Wire Champion. I read on wikipedia you were almost you're like a couple days shy for me in the longest i am
1: actually tied for the longest you are tied for
0: the longest and who's the the other drew gulak Gulak, yeah who's in wwe right now but uh your time in mlw you were there for how long
1: um three years
0: three years wow three years
1: to to sidebar real quick Mm. while i was living with uh tarzan duran this is the time that's the time like of the cruiserate classic yeah and he was like very like mr miyagi like we went to like the parks and we learned how to springboard on like monkey bars and went to karate classes and was, really? you need to learn how to longboard so you can keep your balance and i remember us longboarding watching the cruisery classic like, for hours like and he, he was like very adamant on we had to do these things to get better at wrestling really so, yeah it's really wow Miyagi, like karate kid style training
0: on the longboard. that makes board. perfect sense because yeah, the guy. the counterbalance of the axle of the trucks <laughs> Because yeah, I skate. Keeps your wrists, yeah. Your, your I said. You're, I said. Keep your foot I moved wrist. My around, <laughs> I get what you're saying though. Like a little baby. Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, so I was there for three years, um, and it was it was a good time. I got to be around a lot of cool cool guys. Got to wrestle a lot of. I was King Mo's first wrestling match. Mm-hmm. King Mo's my friend now. My fucking, my brothers. I got a lot of brothers there. Jacob Fatu, Myron Reed. Yeah, Myron Snoop, Reed. Gino Medina. There's mm-hmm. a lot of guys that I, I had a lot of. Great times getting to meet people and hang out with people, yeah, uh, and grow creatively on a in the the microphone, yeah, in the producing side of things. Because Court Bauer really did give me a lot of leeway to to direct my own promos and everything you saw from Injustice on TV. You did like, get a lot of opportunity to talk. That's all me, yeah. Everything you saw from Injustice on TV was written by me, directed by me, and I c- I could kind of kinda
0: tell, like, just because knowing you personally, yeah. I'm like, there's no way. Either they hired somebody that really knows Jordan super well or, yeah. like, because I, I would watch the stuff um, on, like, YouTube and shit and be like,
1: okay, yeah. The way it's shot, the way you, it's yeah. edited, the everything. I remember at a point, like, court was trying to, like, people kept trying to write my, write the injustice segments for us. Yeah. And I kept explaining, like, you don't, like, really understand what this is, this is my gimmick like you guys don't understand what this is. Yeah. And what to be was
0: the um like if you want to talk about like what was the inspiration for the gimmick?
1: So in, the injustice gimmick is basically just like social justice warriors yeah. but without not like the 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 internet sort of people just like, you know, it's about the people that have been knocked down and Yeah. sort of like a black power gimmick, stuff like this. Which
0: like. a lot of people because I remember there was a lot of controversy thrown at you because you or you're you are half black your dad's I'm black
1: not half but yeah i'm mixed
0: you're mixed is your yeah. father is your father yeah right right let me redo that so i don't get canceled on the internet so which in regards to the injustice gimmick because there was a little like backlash there because uh people were not uh, aware of your like actual racial background yeah i'm
1: very mixed with yeah a million different things mm. But it's not so much about, like, it's not, like, specifically like that.
0: No, I know, but I, I just remember but, that yeah. was, like, the thing that, what the fuck is this guy doing? And I'm like, guys, I went to high school with him, I know.
1: <laughs> but that is the, that is the, um, that is the um like, you know, it's about, it's about people that have been oppressed. It's about, like, the wrestlers that have been told they're too small or yeah. there's too many of these kind of guys on the roster, et cetera. Like, Injustice, that was kind of, like, more about, like, any sort of minority, any sort yeah. of minority being held down, like, that's what. The inspiration was, I guess. But I, I didn't come. I joined the group. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. So it started out Myron and Rich Swan, ironically mm-hmm. enough. And yeah. then, like, Rich Swan, I think he started wrestling in TNA. Mm-hmm. And, and then here comes me and Snoop all put into it. So.
0: And it was the three of you. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys were doing your thing, man. Like, that was. We became a big act. Yeah. You guys were. Yeah. You guys were. Like, you guys got a great crowd reaction.
1: Yeah. We got a lot of TV time that was really uh that was really a blessing
0: what was it like wrestling on tv like your psychology i know with wrestling on tv there's certain obviously time is way more yeah but what was that like for you transitioning from Um, that
1: just more anxiety gotcha (laughs) okay more anxiety like it it didn't feel so different i'm not like i've always kind of been pretty good with timing of Mm -hmm. things like in wrestling but yeah it's just more more anxiety just my whole wrestling career has just been really, really anxious stressful. to do. Yeah, um, uh,
0: of course, it, it because you care about it, you want it to be, yeah, right. But again, too, you like you said, you come from a very anxious background.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Just how I, it's just how I am, I guess. Like, I still throw up to this day before, before matches, before almost every match. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, just get, I get very. Uh, yeah, I get very anxious I have anxiety Legitimate panic attacks
0: And uh, Once you like Go out there You're good Or you
1: walk through the curtain Like nothing I, That's I'm that, the
0: same way I don't understand that If you
1: put a camera on me Before a match You would be very Like What the fuck I'll, just, I'll be sitting there Dry heaving, Throwing up Really Vomiting The guy's talking to me And I'm like Yeah yeah blah, Vomiting Vomiting Crying Vomiting Song hits I just wipe my face And I go through the curtain It's fine Really Every time yeah That's
0: fucking crazy dude
1: Yeah it's terrible
0: you know what the, but like here, here just food for thought like whatever you're anxious about whatever you're worried about right it goes away once you're in the ring and then whatever that you were worried about before you went out there didn't happen yeah so you definitely do like with everybody with anxiety cuz anxiety could keep people away from even doing oh, the yeah. thing i could easily like my when i get anxious for a match my stomach and i'm always worried i'm going to sh- crap in the ring so I'll go to the bathroom like five or six times before my match. But um, here, what I admire, and I know there's definitely people out there that their anxiety is stopping them from doing that. Like, you throw up. You cry. You it's, throw up and cry in front of some of the biggest names oh, ever.
1: Yeah. Zach Sabre Jr. standing there. We're talking about our match. Um, <laughs> um, ah, I got this. Don't worry. I got it. It's
0: all you should. All right, I'm going to go out there and give you a chulp. Yeah. Um, and you still do it. Yeah. You're still alive. Yeah. You yeah. make it to the end.
1: Well, the thing I think about usually before I go out there a lot, it's like, what if I, well, it's first a lot of pressure. Yeah. First, a lot of pressure. Then it's like, what if I can't perform the way I intend to because I get too tired, Interesting. Uh, which is a, a very, it just shows that anxiety dumb because from other people's opinion, I have one of the best gas tanks. On the like cycle. you said, cardio and consistency. Yeah. You, um, you're
0: fucking flying around non- non-stop.
1: Yeah, running, running, running. But then I also get very worried that I'm going to die
0: Yeah. every single match. I, yeah. get,
1: I think this could be my last match, and that makes me very anxious. Gotcha. And it's a, it's a, it's a storm of things, really. I don't think I fixate on one thing mm-hmm. every time. But it just hit – it just fucking – it can – it would be the biggest show of my career, and I might not be anxious, but then I could be wrestling at, like, NUW – and I'll be so losing my mind. Yeah. I feel so much pressure, like to well, have there definitely the is, best match. Yeah. Because everybody, I feel like, has expectations for me. Yeah. Or something like that. That's
0: what I know. was gonna say. Because when you come back to NUW, you're a You, your name sells a fucking show. Sure. One hundred percent. And that I can imagine the uh, the the pressure change there. Yeah. One thing, uh I have to figure out what it, there's this book about. I don't know, but it was like, I have to put you onto it, and I'm not going to say what it is on the podcast because I can't really remember for sure. I might uh, be wrong. Yeah, I might be wrong. But where we as human beings actually get anxiety from and oh. what uh, the oh, or, original human beings, the Neanderthals faced as anxiety was like, because think about it. We as human beings were always, uh, for the longest time, prehistoric age, we were not the top of the food chain. Yeah. Now right. we are.
1: Oh, yeah, wow. So,
0: let's think about it. We, oh, wow. thou- hundreds of thousands of years ago, we're like, we can get eaten and, and ripped apart by anything. Now, we don't have to worry about dinosaurs. Now,
1: we gotta worry about someone being mean on social media. Exactly.
0: So, like, there's all these new things that we, as ourselves, like, attach our anxiety to. Because anxiety is, everybody has it.
1: Okay, it's fake, though.
0: It's, it is. It's yeah. just thought. It's potential.
1: I always, I, like, because... When it does, kid, though, not to cut you off, yeah. it
0: does make me feel a little bit better about me being super anxious knowing that you are way worse before oh, okay, a match yeah, than it's I am. It's so now bad. I'm like, I got it.
1: Mine's comically bad. Like, I'll be throwing a blood. Like, so that's how bad I'm I haven't
0: been on anymore, a show with you in a while, so I'm very excited to see. We'll see if I Sunday. get like this. Uh, yeah.
1: Because it doesn't happen every time now. I've been, you know, working on my uh, control, you know, touching something. Yeah, yeah, smell, yeah. You know, trying to work on it, mm-hmm. trying to grow. Uh, but um, what was I going to say? <laughs> Didn't
0: mean to cut you off. I'm sorry.
1: No, it's it's not that. Oh, uh,
0: brain injuries. Hold on, like just refer to my notes here. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about this instead. So, from during your time in MLW, and then to even after, you put on significant size. Oh yeah. I remember coming when you came home for your 21st birthday party. Your mom was like, "You guys aren't gonna recognize him." yo i was like what the fuck who the hell like did somebody eat jordan oliver like what uh did you because i know on on internet people are fucking coming at you for your size yeah all the fucking time
1: yeah it's a driver of the anxiety you <laughs> really yeah absolutely because like a lot of people would say comments like oh he doesn't look like he belongs in the ring or things like this and that would make me feel like like oh like get more like i don't belong
0: but most of the people that say that
1: but they don't well, matter. Exactly. Yeah, I, I realize this as I'm, I'm growing up. And yeah, yeah, But I can it.
0: understand, though, especially when you're new. And yeah. wrestling is very appearance-based. Oh, well, true. You know. Well,
1: what, what, uh, what really started fixing my brain when it would come to that is I put on the size, right? During the pandemic, I started working out hard, yeah. eating eating food properly, The you know, four or five meals a day. Mm-hmm. So all I got to do is focus on wrestling. I treated it like prison. Yeah. I remember telling myself, like, okay, like, we're – locked down we can't do anything right now there's not wrestling whatever all right then i'm gonna treat it like fucking prison i just worked out i got weights i did push-ups i did deadlift squats everything was there I could any gyms it. open near you no i just had no, i got no. a bar and uh went to town because
0: our planet fitness was still open
1: oh nice so yeah. i still
0: got the same like because i was uh i lost more weight during the pandemic yeah because I same well, I way more, but yeah, well, no, but yeah, but like, you know, I was a much heavier, you know, Yeah. um, the pandemic really fucked up the wrestling world. Yeah. And but it was I, a blessing for me. You would say so?
1: Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Because that's when I put on the weight. Gotcha. Uh, like the, it shut down everything. Mm. There's no more wrestling. That sucks. Right. Yeah. But at that time, you know, I'm, I'm sitting back. I just had uh really injured my knees. Yeah. Really serious some serious injuries going on. I'm healing off that. So now I don't have to wrestle four times a week. Yeah. But I can actually focus on my body. I can yeah. recuperate my brain, like re uh rejuvenate everything. You know, when you see a guy on T V, like they take they get time off TV, they come and back, they come back way better. New character maybe yeah. or new spin on the character. So I had all that time to think and put a lot of effort into actually getting better instead of being focused on what the next match was looking like. So I just actually got better.
0: Did you feel like um, you had needed to make changes prior to the pandemic? Or you just felt like, oh, I now that I have the time?
1: No, because right before the pandemic, I was getting hot. Really, really hot in the indies. Like, things were really yeah, it was. picking up. I remember,
0: like, um, yeah. It, and then, even my, my not you know, to toot my own horn, but I was supposed to have my, like, debut yeah. upstate. The weekend of that show was when the shutdown happened.
1: For the, like prologue of it for the before the pandemic I was wrestling I did my debut in England yep the next week I di- I wrestled in Canada then the next week the day after Canada I went to Mexico and I wrestled in uh triple A in front of 5,000 people was that the match
0: you have with Black Taurus
1: um no different that was a different show he's terrifying wasn't yeah Vikingo was in this one he is terrifyingly big though the but, big the yeah, Black, Black Taurus, Taurus yeah. yeah but so it was a Wrestle in AAA in front of 5,000 5, people or maybe more. I can't fucking remember. Mm. In Mexico, uh, everything gets shut down. While I'm in Mexico, borders are getting shut down. Oh yeah, that was be my next question. Down. You were in Mexico when it happened. Wow, when it happened. So, and I was supposed to go from from Mexico to it to Atlanta. It's from Atlanta to Norfolk, Virginia, mm. and I had a big you know five day loop. And then yeah. I was gonna go stay in Texas and. We're me and Young Dunn were supposed to wrestle Jurassic Express while AEW yep. first got mm-hmm. popping off at Spring Break. Like, we things were really heating up for me in wrestling, and then it all just stopped. But I didn't. I remember sitting there with Ellis on the couch after it's like ooh, you know wrestling's so done. This is back in Philly. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. We just had done like the uh, Acid Cup Two show. This is a a show that uh, GCW ran as the last show before everything shut down to gather money for the wrestlers. Mm -hmm. So people donated, and I think we ended up each getting, like, a few thousand bucks for each wrestler. Wow. Yeah, raised, which was really, really helpful, of course, because we weren't working for, so so maybe, like, 3,000 or something. I can't remember, but a a good amount of money went to each wrestler. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting there like, wow, I don't have have wrestling for the first time in my life. I don't have wrestling. What am I going to do? And we're watching Shawn Michaels, Versus Stone Cold at WrestleMania, which Shawn Michaels recites this as he hates the match. He's high off painkillers, and it's he was just like fed up. Uh, this match changed my life. Really, <laughs> I, I remember watching this match, seeing Shawn Michaels, seeing Stone Cold, and thinking like, I want, I I want to be like those guys. Yeah, I want to be like Shawn Michaels. I want to be like Stone Cold. Like it's time to it's time to hit the weights. Gotcha. And then the next day, I just start going in. And that was it. I put on the forty pounds over the the course of the pandemic. So you
0: went from weighing how much to uh, how much you weigh now? Eighty to
1: two twenty five. But it, my heightest was two thirty. Yeah. Right now I'm weighing like two hundred five, two hundred ten. Two yeah. hundred ten. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm weighing in around I'm weighing in around a nice uh, two twenty five right now on the dot. That's great. Yeah. The um. Wow, that's great. Cause I yeah, but I'm still you know I'm working <laughs> on it. Uh, I got to go to the gym after this too for sure. Cause I woke up way too late this morning. I remember uh, from from my side, my story at the time, I was training at XWA, training three, four times, three days, four days a week, and getting ready to, I did one show that I was gonna like job out to somebody on, and then they were like, can you just ref the whole show, and then I did, and then on the next show, I was supposed to wrestle, um, and same, like I was getting ready for my big moment, and any other like way prior to that, because before that, me and Felix were like going down to ECPW, and uh, we were trying all these other things. But every single time it was time for me to like have my match, something bullshit would happen. I got yeah. hurt, or then the pandemic happened, and there was one in between where like my car broke down. So me, I was like, damn, am I supposed to be doing this? Because yeah. it seems like the universe is keeping me away from getting on the fucking indies.
1: Almost like the opposite of my situation. Yeah.
0: And then all my friends came back from where they were, and then Dying Industry Films happened. So to me, I was like, Maybe there is something else I should be doing. But wrestling was is still in the back pocket and still yeah. has been to this day. But I do remember, like, damn. Like, I remember when all these shows are getting canceled. I was like, shit, I hope Jordan's good, you yeah. know? And that's why, like, when you made those, uh, which you, you sent me a, a shirt that was way too small for me, even though I thought I was a large. And I felt, like, such a fat fuck when I put it on. And I was like, damn.
1: Oh, the uh, the, that,
0: the tie-dye one. Uh, but I remember awesome. I was like, I got to like, bro, like, this 40 30 Whatever it was, was Like I have no idea If one of my boys Is like fucking starving For a meal right now Like Appreciate I got it You know what I mean yeah, So I was, was like awesome. Order Like I got to do that I got to support But um
1: that was on some handmade Yeah Everything, we did everything. You even
0: personalized My 8x10 yeah. I still have it I was That's like oh, respect. I went to high school With this kid That's, I That's the next thing You should write Well you know It's funny on uh I, The yearbook You fucking signed Your picture in the yearbook Not even like on the Really Yeah That's cool Remember man. when they Fucked up your quote
1: no what did they write I asked someone recently I don't know what I put
0: Uh Fuck You have the yearbook Yeah, I, I do know because I was I'll like, bring it Sunday Whenever yeah, I show I was
1: actually talking about this I like, was like I don't know what I wrote
0: You wrote You had like One of your like Indie quotes yeah. Like you said some shit In a promo And you're like That's my And I did the same thing Cause I copied you And then they fucked mine up Even worse So I have people that go Oh your high school quote Is like You're such a douchebag." I'm like No they did it wrong Fuck Whatever Anyway
1: <laughs> They did it wrong They did it
0: wrong Shit I wish... Eh, who gives a fuck? Um, but Then eventually, thankfully, things started to open back up, and then GCW has popped off.
1: Double time, yeah.
0: Huge, and you're definitely one of the biggest names at the forefront. I mean, you got to wrestle fucking, like... You had a feud with Matt Cardona, who those of you don't know Zach Rodgers. Radd- somebody I always thought was, like, one of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah. I mean, he still is, but, like, to me, that's where I'm like, it doesn't seem real, because, like, you're wrestling this dude. Yeah. I remember the match, he, like, did this whole promo about you, and then he was like, wait...
1: Who? Yeah. Who the hand fuck hand is Jordan
0: Alvarez? And I was like, Oh, that's you're in for it now, Mr. Cardona. That was
1: awesome. Yeah, it's awesome, man. I I mean, back to the pandemic stuff, like it could been an it could be a negative time, you know? Absolutely. I've always been someone that keeps it pretty positive. I try to stay uh positive about it. So I use yeah. that time as a benefit. And if you're gonna be successful in anything, like the only way you can do it is just by trying. Yeah. I'm so sick of people telling me like I wanna do this, I wanna do this, I wanna do that. Like I know like sometimes money and stuff like that comes in the way and that's different. You know, but like if you wanna do something, like you just have to try a a little bit. Yep. A a little bit. That's it. And something can happen. You know, anything can happen if you put a pinky in.
0: Absolutely. No, oh. abs- absolutely. Couldn't say it better myself, and um you're definitely a product of that. And uh the With the pandemic specifically Like people I know it was definitely An extremely hard time For a lot of people But For some Like yourself And myself Like It did bring on This new like Time That we used efficiently Like I literally Started a business Bought a car Made my first movie Lost Matt Like You know You got Fucking yoked up uh, So when Everything was ready To go back It's it's one less thing Back to your anxiety You don't have to worry About it anymore There is nobody saying Oh, Jordan Oliver's still too skinny looking. Now you are like towering over some of these dudes.
1: Yeah, but this is this is what I was gonna say before, right? Like, so when I first got into wrestling, and you know, even first means like seven years in, right? Yeah. People were saying I don't look like I belong, and I didn't feel like I belonged, and whatever. And I I don't care about their opinions anymore because they don't matter, right? We're yeah. talking about this. When I put on the size, they just didn't stop anyway. Yeah. It <laughs> didn't stop anyway. People didn't start going, oh, okay no people still had something else to say people will always absolutely have something to say so like being on both sides of the spectrum like that really helped me understand like all right yeah these people's voices don't matter so much no like yeah. where for the longest time i did think it really did matter but once you you know i'm saying go from yeah 100 people like to say 100 pounds soaking wet to legitimate 220 pounds and in pretty solid shape like people still say you're it's
0: like yeah, I mean, well, bro, you bombed Felix. Like, you're just lying so. now, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, the um, and again, too, it, it does go back to like obviously the fan admiration is extremely important, and you do have fans that totally. Th- there's obviously an there's gonna be fucking people that hate. There's gonna be haters. I hate saying yeah. that term, but there are people that just need to fill that role. It does help you identify. Like it said, it, it was beneficial to you in the long run. Yeah. You were able to identify. Like we talked about earlier, Alex Shelley doesn't think that about you. No. Mike Bailey doesn't think yeah. that. Rich Swan, MJF, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. The right
1: people—that's yeah, all that matters. When the
0: right people think about you in that certain way, that can light the torch. That can set you off. Yeah, and thankfully, you—you you got that. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just so funny how how like people you don't know can affect you so much. Yeah, like but again. Like, just doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah, it just doesn't matter. Nope.
0: So it doesn't. You could feed into it or you could just choose to ignore it. And that's something I think uh a lot of a lot of folks should do. So um now we're you're the current JCW champion?
1: Yeah. Yeah I am.
0: Yeah, you sure are. How many days have you been holding that gold?
1: Almost uh almost a year. Almost I don't know exactly, a year. But almost oh, yeah. Gotcha. Like twenty one defenses. Let's see, five let's countries. I'm gonna
0: pull up cage match real quick. Yeah.
1: Just to sh- 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 shut up. I've been I've been blessed. Like even once I got into GCW, of course, like things were starting to move. Yeah, and I was starting to be more successful and getting to wrestle more people and being these spaces where you can just get better and wrestle in different states and whatever and whatever and countries, etc. And it's like I I don't think there's ever been. Another thing like GCW, so to be a Not part in of a that long time, is yeah, yeah. To be a part of that is something really special. I think
0: yeah, because that think about it right, uh, GCW to me is the new ECW. Yeah, that's what it people say quite literally has replaced it, and thanks to some of these like uh, big names that are drawing attention to it. Yourself is definitely on that list. Remember ECW was ECW, and then it got to the point. Remember, we were not born yet, but ECW guys were being featured on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. like that's still a very big possibility, and yeah. especially your your boy Nick Wayne yeah, is Nick now Wayne. a is in all elite wrestling. Wait,
1: how'd it happen? When Nick Gage,
0: Nick Gage, as well too, yeah. like that Nick Gage is te- I, the fact that you're like homies with him is like
1: that's my big brother.
0: He's scary. But I like also seems like the coolest motherfucker alive. He
1: bought me a chain recently really? for my going away present. A nice a nice chain. Expensive silver chain.
0: Hell yeah. Shout out to Nick Gage. Shout I don't out think to my motherfucking brother. He's nah, he's he's cool. For those of you who don't know who Nick Gage is, he's uh legendary C Z W wrestler who has a crazy story about him on Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. The future for you, I mean, let's talk about it. you're going to Europe for three months yes 3 months. You've already done Japan. Yep. Which that was probably amazing for you. I mean, I could literally have you as a guest like once a year and we'll do like a yearly catch up, but like what yeah. you got going on now? You're you're taking the shrap with it. You're you're going global.
1: Yeah, so I am I am moving. I I'm stepping out of this pond that I've been in in wrestling for 8 years. Mm-hmm. The the United States independent scene. I feel like, again, I'm just someone that's always trying to get better and trying to chase, like, chase that dragon. Yeah. You know? Like I want to, I want to be the best. I want to get that. And like, eventually, I've just done as much as I can do on the indies here. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm gonna sign to WWE, AEW, or something. Like, I can keep wrestling for GCW, of course. But like, again, there's there's only so much you can do before you get stale you need to like expand so i met i met this girl from france Mm -hmm. you know things are great she's a incredible incredible person we click really well and i decided like perfect time to jump in on a world tour just like go live in europe for three months take myself out of my comfort zone raise my anxiety from a 10 to a throw up even more throw up even more and uh just get better, man. Yeah. Because being uncomfortable is the only way I'm going to get any better. That's very true. And that's just what it's always been. That's
0: very, that's, that's a, on a t-shirt right there. Being uncomfortable is the only way you're going to get better. It is, yeah. And that's something, uh, a big reason why I had to have you on this show. Other than, you know, for fanfare and, you know, you're a big name. But, like, <laughs> your perspective on things is some shit that I need to hear.
1: Oh, like, yeah. Like,
0: especially, not only as a performer, but like, a friend of mine. You know, yeah, like I respect that. there's not that many people you can have these conversations with because there's yeah. not that many people that I know. I mean, there is, but not to this level that are doing something in a similar fashion. Like you know, so uh, yeah. But dude, Europe, what what dates? You what's like? Schedule cheap is, plug, plug your dates, bro. Schedule is
1: insane, to be honest. Let's hear some of them. So we're starting January. I'm leaving January nine. Mm-hmm. We're starting first show is January thirteenth. Barcelona, Spain. <laughs> First time in Barcelona. Do you know who you're working yet? Um, a triple threat okay. um, for the JCW title. I'm not sure who the opponents are. Gotcha. A lot of these, I won't know who the opponents are. Uh, January 20th, going to Uber House in Germany. Then 26th, England. 27th, France. 28th, England. Then February 2nd, Denmark. February 3rd, England. February 4th, England. Like, February nine and ten, USA. What? <laughs> February eleventh, Canada. Ah. Uh-huh. Like, this is February seventh Scotland. Eighteen, England. Twenty four, Denmark.
0: And these are all mostly like in they're, is it? It's not GCW no, shows. No, these are all or, Jordan. This is Jordan. This oh, is just other before. bookings that you have. Yeah, gotcha. This Damn, is like dude. My own, you, you got your own tour. world tour. My own world tour. You Asheville have to make shirts. Tour. Yeah,
1: and then that's that's February. That's just February and March. I mean yeah. February and Feb- February and January, and then March is same sort of thing. You know, Italy, Holland, maybe Japan, Japan again, maybe Japan. Yeah, why not? England, Scotland, Italy two times. <laughs> like,
0: dude, that's amazing.
1: It's a, it's imp- I, it's very impressive to me, to to be able to do something like this. Yeah, and put myself out there like this because I don't know. I was talking about it on uh, on Twitter. I don't know when on the last X. time X. X. I don't know when the last time an American wrestler uh integrated themselves outside of the this like in Europe. Most people you know, you do month long tours of Japan and stuff, whatever, yep. but to to do it like the way I'm doing it, a world tour.
0: Yeah, Europe usually uh just the UK. Yeah. Like I didn't even know they did wrestling in Italy. I said that when I picked you up yeah. this morning.
1: Or what about Denmark?
0: Denmark too. <laughs> like what who the fuck? like uh but I mean it just shows that you've generated a name that people want to see—it's crazy. They don't want to see you on YouTube anymore. They want to see you in fucking person, doing the thing. You know, it's crazy. It to is me. fucking crazy.
1: I and I, I organized this all by myself. Really? Did everything by myself. This is, this is you know, there's like an indie rock band going to do their thing, and yeah, and I am covering all the country. Is anybody
0: coming with you, or are you just going no, just solo? Me hell, me and, hell yeah, well, and, and I am gonna bring your girl,
1: my shoddy from France, Shoddy. Yeah, so I am taking a big, a big leap. And doing this, dude. And but just uh, think
0: about coming out the other side. Yeah, how much? I can't wait to see how I grow. No, yeah, same, dude. I'm gonna be m- to very it. interested to see. It'll be interesting to see how you guys get around from from country to country. Because I don't even like I could barely handle fucking. I get frustrated driving to New Jersey. It's like imagine driving to another country. Like uh, you're be doing a lot me. of that. Oh, <laughs> flying you. Yeah, so you're gonna fly me, brother. Um, yeah. you, which I did look up. Uh, you're 300 currently. As of today, you are 328 days. Almost. As JCW champion. GCW tag team champion, uh, former with Nick Wayne, East Coast Express. Synergy champion. VCW Commonwealth champion. SWF Cruiserweight champion. CCW Wire champion, 427 days. And the Extreme champion. I don't know what.
1: ECW world champion.
0: Ah. I was the last
1: ECW world champion. Who would you be for that? Zeke Jackson? Yeah. Are you serious? No uh, But the company was called ECW That's mad funny They did run in Ohio And I was the last world champion Wow
0: So take that So I do Jack say I'm
1: the last ECW world champion
0: <laughs> Hell yeah That's some shit dude And I'm just like Looking at your Your list here Some of these people I mean Damn dude Some of these people you face is Is like actually insane you know who's somebody that you did face, and I don't think you've beaten yet. Oh, no, you did beat me. Never mind. I was going to say uh, me. you? But yeah. we're one-on-one. I, don't think I
1: wrestle you again. Really smoke your ass.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not. I'd have to, like, we need another pandemic to happen so I can drop 40 pounds. 40 pounds. Get fucking you crazy. You don't want that, bro.
1: I'll pick up another 40 pounds. I get insane. We just
0: keep <laughs> trading the same 40 fucking pounds. But, um, dude, I mean, yeah, there's also New Year's, too. So, like, you had a hell of a 2023. 20, you had two shows this past weekend. Three three yeah three friday saturday sunday
1: uh saturday sunday sunday you had two shows on back to back on a sunday yeah back and back on sunday talk about that um this was a very like bittersweet weekend it's my last gcw weekend yeah and it was at our our home building the showboat in uh atlantic city new jersey so i've had some maybe this is the the building i wrestled in the most yeah. out of anybody in my career Yeah. So to again, like I'm stepping out on my own from GCW from a, a place that's comforting, leaving it. It's a little bittersweet. It's a little sad. Like yeah. this is be the last time I'm, t- I'm wrestling some of these guys for a long time or seeing some of my closest friends. So I had to turn the fuck up. You yeah, yeah. You yeah. yeah you <laughs> I sure had to did. go insane. We had a, a scramble match on Saturday at the uh, NGI Nick Cage Invitational Deathmatch Tournament. There's uh. glass on the floor everywhere, and you got me, Mike Bailey, Joey Janella. Cole Radrick, Gringo Loco, Mr. Danger. we going off the top rope to the floor. Insane. Yeah. Mike Bailey shooting star. RKO for me. Uh, insane match. Uh, but again, a little bittersweet. Yeah. And then I wrestled. Yeah, I actually wrestled Young Dumb. We're imploding. Griffin McCoy's a piece of shit. And Ellis Taylor's a piece of shit. Oh, really? So it was a tag match. was tra- Taylor, uh, Griffin McCoy versus me and Charlie. Oh, okay. Uh, Charlie got knocked out. Legitimately got knocked out. Wow! With a sunset flip powerbomb. Completely knocked out, snoring in the ring. And when I'm checking on him, Griffin McCoy rolled me up.
0: What a piece of shit! He didn't Griffin care McCoy. about
1: Charlie being like Charlie was legitimately out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, actually dead dead ass knocked out, hundred percent. We need to do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like I wish Damn, I was dude. keeping a kayfabe right now, but not like no, like I'm keeping it real. Like Charlie was snoring in the ring. Oh my god! And then Griffin rolled me up while he was while I was trying to wake him up. That's
0: did Charlie is Charlie okay? Charlie, all go. right, yeah. Man, He's that's right. gotta be Thanks fucking God. scary. Well,
1: because then we had the next day, we had a uh, or no, that was later that day uh-huh. was the GCW Do or Die Royal Rumble, basically. Yeah, Royal yeah, Rumble, and uh, I came at, what number five, mm-hmm. lasted into like tw- twenty six. You know,
0: who was uh, like some of the top guys it was. Who else was in there? Every, every, everybody,
1: everybody, you know, that's on the GCW roster, pretty much. Uh, Mance Warner ended up winning it. He eliminated Effie. Effie, uh, is a Effie. yeah, yeah, icon. I know, of I know Wrestling. Is. Um, I eliminated Griffin though. That's what the money is. Yeah, throw Griffin out of there. Throw Griffin's dumbass out of there. He'll never was, be a guest on this show no, because of what be. he did. Top guy time doesn't exist here. Uh-uh. Uh. Uh. It was a good weekend, man. I had a, I had a great time. I got to be there with Navon. I got mm. to be there with Felix. Felix. I got to. I got to I got to experience this with them for the first time. They've never been to see me at uh, a city, which is like something's cool about uh, maybe again, maybe this is something you can relate to is having a place that you thrive. Yeah. And you can actually bring people and they can see you be your best self. Yeah. Like when I'm in the wrestling environment, not only am I like in the ring, my best self, you know, but like, walking around I'm the most confident me and even though I'm ball of anxiety at the same time yeah, but, you know I feel like the most me ever so it's cool that they got to see me in that uh, that light and uh, yeah I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss the showboat that's definitely I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss Nick Gage I'm gonna miss all my friends it's one of the things that's really scary is I use I lean on a lot of people for advice. You know, I, yeah. Nick Gage is a, a big advice guy for me, and Mike Bailey is a big advice guy for me, and Joey Chanella And it's because I see these guys so much, they get to help me out and yeah. give me guidance. while I really won't have them now, so yeah, that was a little. You bit never know; sad. you
0: might run into them out yeah, oh, in the wild. But I very for well right could, now. Yeah. but to
1: see them from like GCW's running seven shows a month, yeah. to you know whatever mm-hmm. the case is, so
0: it definitely um I. Think just judging your your in ring work, how you are now as a person. I think, uh, Bailey, uh, Gage, and everybody else gave you the tools that you need to, to go out on your own for a little bit. Because just th- imagine when you do come back, there's going to be a, a new, not like a new Jordan Oliver, there's going to be a new young guy,
1: yeah, I that hope so.
0: might be a little too skinny, that might have that anxiety, yeah, that might fucking have gone to high school Mike (laughs) Perel and now you could now be that per or bro like you can literally walk back into the airport Triple H calls you up because I remember when we were younger you didn't want to go to the WWE or AW yeah and now I'm like nah he's gonna want to go there bro for
1: sure I think for me right now just it just goes back to focusing on wanting to be happy and being the best me so if like you know if AW is to reach out that might be an option for me because I would like to work with Nick Wayne. That yeah. would make me happy. If WWE Christian Cage out. is with uh, yeah, Nick I, Wayne's with Christian Cage, no, and his mom. Yeah, and, uh,
0: yeah, I, s- peep, yeah, I s- uh, that's yeah, that's insane too. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, you mommy, mom, you wanna be on TV? Yeah, she Has she ever done anything with her family's a little bit in wrestling yeah. and stuff? But she's not ever wrestled or anything. Interesting, but um, you know, yeah. So WWE, if, if I felt like it would make me happy, I would go there. But right now, I'm just. Really yeah. focused on being the best me and trying to grow. Like I want to follow that AJ Styles, Young Buck, Young Buck, yeah. Kenny Omega path. Like they were be that, the biggest the name. me I can mm-hmm. be before I have to, you know. Bow. And something
0: like that European tour yeah, is definitely have, yeah. going to be that because uh, that's how those guys got there. And you're totally. definitely 100 percent already on your way. I mean, the sky literally is a limit for you. Um,
1: I'm at a point in wrestling where I'm like a middle a middle child. Right, because I've yeah. been, been very successful. I've been doing this for a good amount of time. A lot of people show me respect, uh, but there's also people that are over me, mm-hmm. of course. And there's there's a lot of people that are Younger. under me now. And I'm I'm meeting people, and I'm only <laughs> I'm only 24. I'm many people that are telling me like, oh, I I started indie wrestling because of you. That's I, crazy. I watched you growing up on Grimm's Toy Show or BW or SWF. I forgot or CZW. about Grimm's Toy Show. All these people. Uh, Not there's a a handful of people, you know, 10 people maybe that I've met uh, that have told me I'm doing this because you have inspired me. Wow. And the countless amount of people every day that that tell me I inspire them in some sort of way, whether it be from wearing the suit. I wear a suit to every single show I work on. Uh People tell me that, uh, you know, like other wrestlers, you change the way we handle things now. Like a lot more people are dressing up and wearing you know, nice jewelry and chains and trying to present themselves as stars now again. And this is not, I'm not saying i made this happen. Other people are telling me Yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is my influence, yeah. you know.
0: I mean, um, you're wearing a four-piece suit right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
1: met i met a lot of uh, younger wrestlers that are, are, you know, they're trying to work out and they're trying to put their, they feel like they can do this because they saw me, a skinny fuck, actually was able to accomplish it. I wrestled a kid a few weeks ago. He called something to me that I used to do every match. And I, I looked at him like funny and I'm like, have you been watching your Jordan Oliver tape as a joke? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I, I watch a lot of the old you stuff, though. And I was like, that's so... <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, that's I watch insane. a lot of the old you stuff. Yeah,
0: the old Jordan Oliver. It's like, what are you... I'm 20... Thanks. Yeah. That, right there, too. That's that's dope.
1: Yeah, and I'm always trying to look out for these guys and help out the younger talent. Like, you return in the favor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is something... This is exactly what it is. You mm-hmm. You learn... You know, somebody did it for me, I'm going to do it for other people. Yeah. I like to, like, I'd like to be, like, a wrestling's A&R, if that makes sense. Like, I love to find these younger wrestlers that are, like, just, like, kind of starting out that have some some sort of potential and, like, just helping them out as much as I can. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know if you know, uh, James Alakai, he he just signed to WWE. He's 18. Uh, I, oh, yes. I started yes. watching I, him when he was yeah, 15, yeah. and I started looking out for him when he was 15, and give him advice on he got like signed
0: that. with like another girl who's like really young yeah a few people few yeah people. they signed like a bunch of young yeah. young people
1: and it's like so i would l- i love to kind of have that position in wrestling the the a and r role where i can find these young wrestlers and kind of guide them and and help help mold them into the you know the generation of tomorrow yeah that's my my the care for do. the
0: business because um yeah. uh something somebody said this to me recently and they're like yeah what if like one of the shows that you did one of the th- now again too i don't view anything that i've done as like anything worth anything yet it's just all it is is proof that i can do the thing but somebody said to me it's like what if one of your actors becomes famous and you don't and i'm like then the goal the mission's accomplished like it's not like uh it's not a selfish business no it can't it, it, be. it can't it can't be you selfish. can't thrive as an individual
1: not in entertainment hell no you have no you have to have some sort of uh, self-worth and you have to have a, a chip on your shoulder a little bit even though i keep saying how much anxiety i have i still have to have some sort of confidence to yeah absolutely you know you have to believe in yourself yeah that's the only way you'll be successful if you have some fucking belief <laughs>
0: belief and the three c's
1: yeah three c's are very important and and being i have a few things like the three c's believing in yourself and being honest hell yeah i don't think you can go wrong with being honest and especially in wrestling and i'm sure again in the entertainment form that's that you do outside of wrestling You can hear a lot of people Talk bullshit Oh yeah it was good Yeah it was nice It was great It was great I don't want to hear I get fu- I get fucking frustrated When I come back from a match And I say How was it And I know it wasn't good And people just go Yeah it was pretty it was good. good
0: Yeah that drives me fucking insane tell That happened me to me My last uh, Two matches ago
1: Put me in a room Sit me down Tell me everything I did wrong Let yeah. me know Yeah Stop fucking lying to me Don't be mean Don't hurt my feelings I don't hurt my feelings. Please
0: don't make me cry. Yeah. No, I, I, 100%. And I, I get that all the time. It's tough because, like, you know, uh, I get it. Fucking short films and podcasts aren't for everybody, you know. But, uh, hey, did you watch my new thing? Yeah, it was good. You didn't watch it. Yeah. Or I get people are, are, like, giving me advice on how to do this show specifically yeah. when they haven't even listened to an episode yet. Yeah. And that just goes with, like, well, then you don't know me yet. If you're just, you know... Just say you didn't watch it. And it's not I like we're going to... It's not like I'm going to get offended I mean, that you don't yeah, watch it. It's, it's just, just like... you didn't watch it. Yeah, if I'm asking you for notes, I, I, I thrive on, like, the fact that I need to have feedback from people, yes. and I, I don't get it enough, and it drives me insane. Yes. And I know you're the same way. Yeah. Um, which is just... You, It it tells to yourself, to myself, is, like, we care about the product that we're putting out. We want it to be the best as possible because we're coming from a place of passion and a place of hunger. And those two things can't be trained. Like, you can't one day wake up and decide to be, like, hungry about something. It's just there or it's not. No,
1: and that's why a lot of people our age are struggling to find what they want to do. Yeah. Because it's not something you can just, like, find.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it, it can be, but a lot of people our age... Are deterred from it. Yeah. Like, oh,
1: yeah, don't be creative. Don't, don't do this. That's the
0: main reason why I started this podcast is because I know all these people that are doing it and they're chilling. They're, they're killing it. They might not be a fucking big ass fucking name, but that's not what they're after. Like, I'm not after like a yacht and millions of dollars. I bro. want like, the
1: opposite of being famous. I want to, I want to get like, I want to be awesome in wrestling, make a, a good amount of money. And then like, and then chill out. And not be famous. I don't want people to know who I am. Like, if I could have been a luchador, I would have been a luchador. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't want to be known. I don't want my face to be on billboards and stuff. Like,
0: But it might if you go to the WWE. Yeah,
1: but I'm saying I'm not looking to be The Rock. Gotcha. Like, that's not why I got into wrestling. Yeah. I and wrestling that, I that like too, wrestling. a
0: lot of, that's, like, another thing. Like, people see you getting into something. like, oh, who are you trying to be? Yeah. Oh, were you trying to be, like, John Cena? Were you trying to be, like, uh, Martin Scorsese? It's like, no, I want to be Mike Perillo. That phone rings all the time And it is terrifying
1: That was scary
0: It is That's my grandmother's ringtone
1: She kind of hit though. Young Dumb
0: Young, Young dumb. dumb Young, Young dumb. dumb And broke. broke Oh let me fucking turn this shit off We're broke. almost We're gonna close it yeah. out after that
1: Young Dumb smoke Shut up eh.
0: Okay Bastard That's awesome um, Yeah I put the fucking work on that dude Yeah but like like what I was saying before the phone interrupted me. Um, we're coming from a place of passion and hunger. We're not coming from a place of like vanity and, you know, yeah. I can't think of another word. Clearly, but uh, yeah, like you said,
1: it's not about greed. And it's not. About no, that. it's not.
0: We we we, as at a young age, identified what we want and we're going after it.
1: Yeah. And
0: I believe everybody should do that. I think everybody should live their life like that because I grew up. Around people, my family, not putting them on blast. I say that a lot, but like they, my dad didn't want to work in a fucking warehouse. My yeah. mom did not want to work in. I don't know what they want to do. I have no yeah. idea. I'll never know because so much of their life has m- happened without the thing that they want to do. So, yeah.
1: you know, at some point I lo- you just forget. At I
0: some, yeah. And I look at people like you, I look at other people, my colleagues, and my previous guests of like key examples of like, it is very possible. Oh, and, yeah. and, out of the five episodes, that this will be episode five, there's always been a great sense of, like, positivity and just, like, nah, like, you're on the right path. Like we all, all been young. All young. Yeah. Connor's the oldest. No offense, Connor. But he's still mad fucking young, too. Yeah. He's just older than me. That's it, you know? Yeah. Um, and there are plenty of guests that I will have on that are coming towards the end of their career. Sure. They're oh, yeah. older. And I think that's important, too, because that – Elderly that fucking Mr. Miyagi Tarzan yes. Duran advice, you can't get that from somebody that's really fucking young sometimes, you know. You
1: cannot this is this is interesting coming from someone who is young, right? Yeah. But I have uh experience. you cannot learn from someone that has no experience. True. So like you're if you see a guy he's twenty six, fucking jacked. Jacked motherfucking, looks like fucking the rock, right? Mm-hmm. He might be able to give you good advice. Sure. Mm-hmm. But you know who's going to have the better advice? The guy that's 70. He's got the fucking gut over there. He's been going to the gym for 90 years. Yep. That guy knows better yeah. than the guy with 16 abs and the fucking 65-inch python arms. Yeah. The guy that's been doing it and has the experience always knows better. That's just, in my opinion, the best way to learn. Interesting. So, like yeah. Any sort of experience. Okay, I gave you all my experience of what I believe and what I know but mm. a year from now my perspective can be completely different because I'm very young.
0: And it's definitely yeah that for every you know it, the constant change yes. and evolution of us as, as individuals. Uh, Spencer who's one of my business partners he said something to me earlier he was like I feel like a lot of people our age just decide to stop growing at like oh, twenty three, twenty four, 24 and that's scary. That's all he said because we were like just kind of talking about you know this stuff yeah, unimportant. But uh it a good point because it did make me think a lot and I'm like, ooh. The goal of life really is to just grow as far as you can. And a lot of people do can kind of misconstrue that with money and, and yeah. greed, like and that's you know, that's
1: well, another the, podcast episode. It's emotional growth. It's physical growth. Mm-hmm. It's it's mental, mental growth. It's all of these things. A lot of people have problems. They don't address them at all. Yep. Like it, hypothetically you could be in a relationship with somebody and you guys break up because you don't fucking clean up after yourself. Yeah. If you don't go into the next relationship with the thought of maybe I should start cleaning up after myself, then you suck at life. Yeah. You you are bad. <laughs> like.
0: But you could fix it.
1: But yeah, yeah, but you can fix if you it. Follow you follow the three You need to be seats. self-aware. Absolutely. You need to understand, like I'm. Tr- I have to get better. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you can get better at anything is by having again the experience. Yeah. You can make a million mistakes. But if you don't learn from a million mistakes, then they're just mistakes.
0: Yeah. Uh, utilizing failure could be like one of your best it's, assets. It's
1: the only way to get better is to fail. Yep. When you, play, when you pick up a guitar, that first string is not going to be right. Nope. It's going to take you f- 10 times, 100 times before you can play Smoke on the Water. So eventually you fucking figure that shit out and you play it smooth and clean. You don't got to worry about it anymore. That's
0: how I know you played guitar because you dropped Smoke on the Water. Danger <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: was- Express. East West Express.
0: East West... Yo, Nick Wayne, I'm coming for you, buddy. <laughs> you are not taking my... Ta- nah. I don't want to wrestle Nick Wayne. he would probably kick my ass.
1: Maybe he'd give you a head scissors or something.
0: Yeah. But my yeah. head will come clean off. But it's okay, because I'm cool with Christian Cage, because we met at Comic-Con, like, Matt Longo. Wow.
1: 18-year-old prodigy Nick Wayne.
0: He's only 18? Yeah, man. Damn.
1: Yeah, he got signed when he was 17.
0: Wow. Good for him. Yeah. But even, think about that, too. Like, who he... uh some of the guys that he's bumping around with in AEW are yeah, guys insane. that you bumped around with when you were fucking 18. Sh- uh, Strickland. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. Well, man, that's what I'm saying. You can't compare yourself to anybody. Everybody's got their own path yeah. and their own story. I mean, I could have been Nick Wayne, 17, signed to AEW. It could be Joey Janela. But you're Jordan Allen. 35 right? on the Indies, killing the ship. But yeah, yeah, but I'm me.
0: You know? Exactly. So. And No, I wasn't saying that from, like, a comparison. No, I was no, just I know. I'm just yeah. saying
1: in general, like, when you think about it, like, most... Most people are just always comparing themselves, yeah. to everybody else, and like how, how, why am I not doing this? Why am yeah. I not there? Because
0: yeah, you could be a guy in the indies right now, hear that an eighteen-year-old kid got signed, and you're like thirty-two. And oh, and like, they get they do I'm done. get bitter, and that ruins. Or their... they get bitter, or they just it it self, and you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like I know there's plenty of Hollywood actors that are younger than me, and I'm not looking at them like fuck. Am I too old? Oh. But people are telling me that already. Like I have people tell me like, oh, you're twenty-five. It's too late. It's like did no, you just did hear what I just, like, I'm only 25 same. and you just said it's too late. I'm not 100.
1: The right thing will come along that will be right for you. Exactly. The difference is you're, the right thing is going to come along for everybody if you get after it. Absolutely. You can't just sit on your ass and not do anything and expect to be the fucking biggest movie star in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you 100%. So that's my biggest advice to anybody trying to get into any sort of entertainment mm-hmm. thing. Try not to compare yourself to others, but also draw inspiration at the same time. Just do your best. Like when you see someone doing well, instead of being like, oh, "I wish that could be me," like ask like, "Why isn't that you?"
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? What yeah. can
1: you do to get there?
0: When you do ask yourself that question, I mean, it's, you could somebody like uh, myself, for example, we went to high school together. I know I just keep saying that, but like you went on to do these things, I didn't. Yeah. Never once does it cross my mind, like why Why? Why is that not me? It's like, I know why it's not me because yeah. I went a different fucking route. Yeah. But I know there's plenty of people that are looking at somebody that they might be the same age with or their friends would be like, oh, that should be me. I don't... I think when you become... There's like the jealousy and there's a spite. It's really just a reflection of yourself. Oh, yeah. and that's something I hope everybody that is dealing... If they're potentially dealing with somebody that is like that towards them, you, you understand where that's coming from. And easily... Get, you know, remove yourself from those situations. Um,
1: this is why I, I I said honesty. This is why I believe in honesty. Because like, if you're not, if you if you're hating on people mm. for doing better than you, there's a reason, and you need to sit down with yourself and and be honest about why you are not in the position that you want to be in. Yeah, you're never gonna get better by, uh, you know, staying yesterday. You're not gonna get better by sitting in your room. Going, why? Why am I not Nick Wayne? Why am I not blah blah blah? Why am I this guy? Like, no, yeah. it's not gonna happen for you if you get like that. It's okay to get sad. It's okay to be, uh, uh, you know, you've been doing this for thirty years or something. You're not where you want to be. It's okay to be emotional about this. Yeah. But it's not okay to hate on somebody that has nothing to do with your situation because the only person that has anything to do with your situation
0: is you. Is you, brother. And with that, I rub my head as we take it home. One last question. Um, have you had a favorite match or favorite opponent so far?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, probably I would say like uh, uh you might not know him. He's a upcoming. He's he's one of the top independent wrestling stars right now, but you know, independent wrestling is its own thing. But Alec Price, oh yeah, yeah, um, and Mike Bailey are two of my top top favorite opponents.
0: All right, um, and Mike Perillo. No, I'm just kidding. Jordan, thank you, seriously. Thank uh, you. I'm very proud of you as your friend. I know you were you were going to go very far, and just a heads up, I like to sit uh, ringside but not hard cam style. So, um, <laughs> Good luck awesome. in Europe, dude. Best of luck to you. I'm going to pray for you, but you got this shit. Thank you for coming on, and thank you, everybody who listened. And a very special gift for everybody that listened. Just kidding. There is none. This was your gift. Three Cs, don't forget it. And uh, come see our show at NUW. Yeah. And signing off, Thanks Jordan. Thanks for listening. Oh, and follow Jordan on Instagram at yeah. the Jordan Oliver. You're on Twitter as well?
1: Yeah, the Jordan Oliver everywhere.
0: And check out the Young, Dumb, and Broke vlogs too. Please check out the vlogs. on also, YouTube.
1: if you're suffering from depression or anxiety, just know, you know. It's going to be okay, guys. Everything's going to be all right.
0: Amen. And buy Jordan Oliver's merch at prowrestlingtees.com slash jordanoliver. If you want. If you want. I just like to plug everybody's Take the money
1: that you're going to use to buy the pro wrestling teas and give it to a homeless man, please.
0: Or buy some protein powder, you skinny bitch. Bulk up. No, (laughs) I'm just kidding. All right. Peace. Fuck. Why did I do that? I hate doing that. Peace.